And we are live. We in there. 75. God damn. 75 is a good number. That's a cool number. It's a cool number, man. It's almost 100. Triple quarter. Three quarters. <laughs> we got special guests with us today. Introduce yourself to the people. I'm not special, but I'm here. Um, comedian Macho. Macho Black. Real name, same as yours. You know, I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, man. Thanks for having me. I'm a loyal, loyal listener, man. We appreciate the love, bro. And, you know, we wanted you on this one particularly because we talk about the culture a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know you tuned in and I you know, see who you follow, things you post. So I was like, yeah, who better? Who better? <laughs> and, of course, we got Mari ass over here sitting in the corner. <laughs> like he caught a vibe. Yeah, know. man. So tell me about this All Star game that I missed today. I mean, I thought it was pretty, pretty dope. I mean, Mario, you look like you might not have the same feeling I had. But. No, it was dope. I like it. Right. I like the the new format, man. It was uh, the only thing was like the fourth quarter, like the starters played the whole time. Like no self thing, like a LeBron squad. So it's like, if we wanted to see anybody else, it was like, nah, nigga, you gotta sit down. You just Eric Gordon getting you run and fucking. He didn't. He's not an He's not an all-star. You know how many people would have had to get hurt for him to get hurt? Oh, he's a all-star game except the Orlando Magic. Motherfucker got robbed though. Slammed that contest. Oh yeah, that's man. First of all, right, all right, all right. He his nuts caught Taco. Like, he caught Taco. If you can't jump over him, don't put him up there. So he's 7'5", right? I'll give him 7'6". Imagine if he was 7'2". It would have been clear, right? Yeah. That's still clear. Shaq. You should have got Shaq. He's still <laughs> better than Shaq. Hey, Shaq ass wide. He might have clipped the knees. Motherfucker might have took a mighty big fall. But here's my biggest here's my biggest issue with the dunking uh, scoring system. So say me and you in the dunk contest, right? Mm-hmm. Clearly, it's a five-foot rim. <laughs> Killing it. So you do a great dunk and you get a 50, mm-hmm. right? I come through, I do a greater dunk. What's the highest score I can get? A fifty. Right. Yeah. So that's that's the biggest flaw in the scoring system. Because if my even my if my dunk is better than yours, I should get a higher score than you, right? Are you saying there's no such thing as a perfect dunk? No, I'm saying is if you got a fifty, but my dunk was better, why should I get the same score as you? Yeah, I mean, it's limited. Why don't they score it maybe after both? Both dunk. Oh, you're talking about like like a judge's decision, like one just choose one out of the two. Yeah, like whose dunk is better instead of yeah. a scoring system. Yeah, exactly. Because like I said, if you come through with a dope ass dunk, yeah, and you get a fifty, I come through my dunk is better. I still get the same fifty you got, and my dunk was clearly better. Well, they didn't know what the fifty looked like to you to your dunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go back and revise again. Give him a fifty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what you're saying though. That's yeah, it's Aaron Gordon came out four fifty, dude. That five in a row, actually, bro. That windmill dunk. That was that was ill. That was ill. He should have won something. He got robbed. That was ill. He should have won him. You see, the entire time. You see what he said afterwards, though. A little bit. He was just saying like, I'm done. It's a wrap. Yeah, he retired. Trying to get in the three point contest. Yeah, first conference. Yeah, I'm trying to be an all star. You know, he should try to be an all star. No, these fucking circus tricks. He wasn't one last year. No, I don't think so. He was dunking last year. It was him and uh, someone else was going at it. How'd the, how'd the White Howard do? I ain't see that shit. Horrible. He shouldn't have been in it. Yeah, no, he ain't going to have to lift anymore. He still got to lift, but yeah, you know, it's hard as fuck to do it when you're a big dude, you know? Yeah, you know, they don't they have no flair to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they got to rely on power and Zero leaping man. ability. Yeah. Yeah. Zero Zero man. Man. He said that's why the Superman cape shit again. Yeah, that was supposed to be Kobe throwing that oop, man. Yeah, because remember, he asked for him, yeah. yeah. Who'd he have to throw it? I don't know. Zuri, Zuri James? Yeah. Brian Daughter? 
Oh, he's picking another basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, he was trash though. Yeah, yeah it was, it was well. he didn't need to be there. They should have put. Yo, what do you think about all this intention that Bronny's getting? Cause I know your son does the AAU shit and all yeah. that, so similar vein. I like the way he's handling it, but like he's he not like phenomenal. Like you know, I, I've watched him play out here. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, like he's a good kid, but. Yeah. He's Bronson. That's He's why he got detention. Yeah, so nothing like that's spectacular. Yeah, I hope he, you know, I hope he maintains well and keep going upwards. Yeah, I'm actually hearing he might go to a HBCU, which would be dope. Yeah. North Carolina State, I think it was. Really? Like that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'd be surprised. I would be too. Yeah, this ass went to Duke for a year. Yeah. UCLA. Maybe he'll start there and transfer. I don't know. But, he, I mean, he's decent, man. I mean, but, like. Not what they make him out to be. He'll get there though. He's just in the ninth grade, so yeah. I'm thinking he may get there. He's in a lose lose situation. He is. Like, like if he's not if he's not fantastic, how you not fantastic, you LeBron's son. If he's fantastic, of course you're fantastic, you LeBron's son. Exactly. Like, <laughs> <Double edged sword. laughs> like it's a lose lose. They're like, oh you got all the training and all this other shit. My daddy's LeBron, I'd be good too. You know, he, uh, his, the only way he can win if he comes out and wins like seven championships or some shit. If and he's break better all than LeBron's dad, records. Yeah. That's the only way he can win. I think he's gonna be the first. First of what? Superstar of a superstar dad. Impossible. I think so. Impossible. Not gonna happen, man. This there's something like why not? There's just something about like coming like struggling to get out of a certain situation where you got that hunger and you got that drive. I don't think Bronny gonna have that, man. Once shit start getting a little rough, he might man, fuck this. You like Snoop son? Yeah, like <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I wanna go be active, man. <laughs> no, but I think he's around like a lot of other like, you know, basketball players' kids where they're all competitive. Because Shaq got kids playing, you know, who yeah. been trying to get to the league. Dwayne Wade, I think they're the same age. Yeah. Like it's a lot of other kids the same around. Team. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's a lot he has a lot, you know, more reason to be competitive than like, you know, Michael Jordan's son, uh, Magic Johnson's son, all them motherfuckers. Well, I, like, I don't know. Like, it's all, it's going to always be some kid that comes out of nowhere that has nothing and is, like, truly dependent on this to get his family out of poverty. Yeah. Like, I tell my son, I'm like, son, like, you good now, but, like, when you get to high school, you're going to meet kids that can't afford to play AAU ball, and they're going to bust your ass. Yeah, man, get you telling that. <laughs> I'm like, you got to work harder. Even when you're playing great, you got to work harder because, yeah. man, there's kids out there, out there playing in busted-ass shoes outside. Like this, they ain't playing on no hardwood like you. They not training. They just out there just getting buckets. Just so. hooping, yeah. Yeah, you gotta be ready. Trying to figure out how to play. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you was a joke. I fucking hate this shit. Why? It's, it ain't about the kids. It ain't about developing kids. It's about money. Money and people developing their own personal programs and such and such elite and such and such. Like they just want to take the best kids and put them on a platform, which is cool because you know it's good for the kids, but. I don't think they're developing kids, and I hate to pay 500 bucks for my son to play in the camp, and then I got to pay to go see this motherfucker play in the camp like that I'll pay, pay for him to be in. Like, you know, your son plays football, so yeah. it's like, why the fuck am I paying for him to go to a camp and still have to pay to just watch, watch him, him play. perform? Yeah, I like, pay for him to register and all this to play. Now I got to pay to watch him to play? Yeah, and then in the summertime, <laughs> you know, they have all these big like Vegas is a great hub for basketball. Oh, for sure. So every summer, they you know Chris Paul has teams out here, Carmelo, and like all these teams, and it's fifty dollars for each tournament, and they run every weekend, and sometimes they run from like a, a Thursday to a Sunday, and then like a Monday to the following Wednesday, or some shit like that. Uh, so okay. I'm like, damn, like we probably come out of like because you know I got my wife and then my youngest son, we come out of probably. In the summertime alone, paying to get in the tournaments like 
maybe seven hundred dollars. Wait, 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 wait. It's fifty dollars each to watch. Yeah. Spectators. Spectators. Fifty dollars. I can get Am fucking I? professional. Team tickets are $50. Bro, you got some UNLV. That's season tickets to UNLV. Wait a fucking minute. And my son been playing since he was like eight or nine years old. So yeah. I'm, I tell him every time I'm paying my money, I'm like, you know my son is eight, right? <laughs> you know my son is nine, right? Like, it's a fucking joke, man. I can't uh, wait till this shit's over. Do you think they get more exposure in that league rather than like, you know, high school or regular school? Uh, man, now it's it's so much different now. With social media and like just the YouTube and whatnot, like they'll find you. Yeah, they'll find yeah. you. But AAU is, is a huge platform because I, I sat in gyms watching the AAU games with you know like Tom Izzo and coaches from different schools and mm. shit. So I'm just like, wow, they're here to see these kids play. So it's a good outlet, but they play too many fucking games. They play a lot of fucking games. A lot of man. programs don't be developing the kids, and it's just like you just want to take the top kids from the city. No matter who they with, like come run with us and Yeah. That's how you sports is in general. I mean football the same way. Yeah. They don't want to develop, they don't want to win. It's like, wait yeah. a minute, they ten years old. Ten year olds, bro. Like, come on. Are you trying to put together an all star ten year old team? Exactly. <laughs> so they can travel and compete. Like, like no, like help them get better, you know. But for fifty dollars shit. Yeah. I paid my little twenty five for the weekend. I thought that was a lot. <laughs> fifty dollars each tournament? Hell no. Oh, I be sneaking in though a lot of that. <laughs> Hey, I figured out you can get in any place you want if you just walk in with a box. Yeah, do <laughs> 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 I want this? <laughs> hey, I got, I got a delivery. Hey, Come on back. Come on back. I tell everybody, man, you can get anywhere you want if you just walk in with confidence like you're supposed to be there. I walk in on the phone sometimes. <laughs> I just know him. Where at? You know, I walk in yelling at him. I'll yeah. shoot his ass again. You know what I'm saying? Walk in and say some weird shit. Just let him go. And nobody will stop you. Nah, we don't need that $50. He's still alive. What? <laughs> Fuck that shit. Yeah, man. That guy, you belong. The people let you go. Absolutely. Shit, man. Um, so, who? Team Brown won, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So, let me ask y'all this shit. Is he still the GOAT? Still, is he still the king? Or is, or is someone else taking that from him as of right now? Um... He's still my favorite player, whether he the best or not. Like, I like LeBron. I'm a huge LeBron fan. But, um, I mean, you got to watch out for those those Giannis's and Kawhi's. And, I mean, Damian Lillard is fucking amazing. I mean, like, I don't know. But, like, I think it's going to be up to Kawhi to, like, officially dethrone him. I don't think it's going to happen Kawhi. I think that shit may have passed with Kawhi to dethrone LeBron. And then, like, if, say, if, if LeBron does get past uh, the Clippers and make it to the finals, it's going to be up to Giannis. If Giannis beat him, I say, LeBron, you, you, if you don't pass him the torch shit, he just took it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> either way, you know, that torch is gone. Like, I mean, yeah, if, you lo- if he loses in the finals to Giannis, because it's Giannis and Chris Middleton. Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't lose to them, man. They really That's shouldn't lose. Drop off like a motherfucker. In a seven-game series, they shouldn't lose to them. I mean, but, I mean, he's in the 17th year, man. The sun going to have to set on this. Set on his ass sometimes, so sooner or later. I mean, he doesn't look like he's getting any worse though. He's that's still the, a goat. That's the craziest part, man. Yeah, he doesn't. Good. He does not like he's losing anything. He like if he is, he's hiding it very well. Yeah, he, he's still looking crap. He take good care of his body, man. So I mean, that's that's admirable. I think he's the goat, man, because the new guy would still have to go through him to be claimed like the new guy. Like there's nobody else in the league where it's like, oh man, he did KD. Like he's the guy now. Like now nah, you still got Brian. Damn, I forgot about KD. Still got the final balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you get an Achilles injury. People forget about you. Yeah, I just tore my shit 10 months ago. How? Doing what? Celebrate. 
God damn. Tell an AAU victories. No, I, <laughs> I was at an AAU game. I was at my son's AAU game. It was getting their ass punished, too. But I'm watching the Michigan State-Duke game. Oh, okay. And, and Michigan State had just beat Duke. I jumped up and down and like, bam. Like, who hit me? Oh, damn. And I just thought about Kobe at that same moment. Because Kobe asked Harrison Barnes, did yeah. you kick me? I'm like, damn. I knew it. I said, man, y'all help me out. <laughs> <laughs> and that was funny. Because that same day, same day Nipsey got shot. Damn. Yep. Oh, same damn. day, March thirty first. That's why I never forget that shit. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's bad news on bad news. Yeah. yeah I can't so, even feel bad. I'm like, damn. Shit. Yeah. I mean, at least you still breathing. Yeah. Exactly. Respect. You a fan, man. Huge, man. Huge. I was probably. I, I still remember the first time I heard him. Uh, he was on that uh, self made too. On that um. I forgot the name of the joint, but he was. Uh, laces in my blue chucks represent my bros first. Blue, uh, blue laces, uh, stained glass window. Uh, nah, nah, it was on self made with Rick Ross now. Yeah, but it was a good joint, man. Yeah. And ever since then, I went back and started listening to like the marathon joints. And yeah. then when Victory Lap came out, like I was like, oh, this shit is incredible. I love Victory Lap, and it was the like you know how you can go to Apple Music and see what you listen to all year. Yeah, I listened to thirty five hours of Victory Lap. Damn. <laughs> 35 hours of Victory Lap. Yeah. I had that shit in heavy rotation, man. So, yeah, I was a huge Nipsey fan, man. And I just I just saw on uh today that um you know what what basketball player inspired Blue Laces too? Who? LeBron James. For real? Yeah. What was the story behind it? I don't know. I ain't really. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't expect you to ask me that. I read the headline. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that shit was crazy. It's like, yeah, because I thought it was going to be Kobe Bryant. It was like a question, like a poll, and it was like, which basketball player inspired Blue Laces too? And I naturally selected Kobe, but yeah. it was actually LeBron James. Oh, that's that shit crazy. Yeah, yeah man, shit was, that was rough. Fuck, we had, ugh. Yeah, it was tough. It was, yeah, coach been going through it, bro. <laughs> Losing the greats. Uh, Make you call up and check on everybody. Bill Russell, how you doing, man? You still all right? Yeah, the birthday a couple of days ago. Yeah, who won the Kobe Bryant award? I forgot. Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi. Yeah, isn't that ironic? He had thirty points. He made like eight threes, which was unprecedented. Well, Paul George hit nine in a couple uh, All Star games ago, but man, yeah, Kawhi was very impressive early. He hit like yeah. Seven eight threes in the first half. Is it weird that I'm not sold on Kawhi? Wait, I know it's he's not. I know he's great, but it's still he's still it's still not like it's a scary thing. It's it's not, you know what? It's I think it's his personality along with his game. His game is so simple. Yeah, so simple. Like yeah. he not gonna razzle dazzle you. And before you know, it, like damn, he got thirty two points. How you doing? How you got layups to make? How you got thirty two points with no crossover? Hey, his game just like his brains. Straight to the hole. No arching his shot. Thirty two points, no crossover. Like going nuts though, man. But I, I feel you, man. It's never like ooh shit, Kawhi. It's always like Steph. You get you get nervous. Like he can go up any minute. It's like a nuclear bomb on the floor. Sexy though, man. Yeah. Sexy points, man. Steph be out there, then he shimmy and his yeah, shitty. Yeah, fucking mouthpiece hanging out. Yeah, he's he like skin too. Yeah, man. He doesn't create like <laughs> big moments, but he just like performs well when there is a big moment. And he can that makes him like shine. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, like in the clutch, like in the finals, Kawhi's a killer, man. Like he just just makes shots. He just does it. Yeah, yeah. But like regular season shit where it don't matter. So man, he cool. But even like I don't know, he never seems too sure of himself. Because even when he the the shot he made over Embiid against mm-hmm. the Sixers, he was looking like I don't know that shit gonna go in. <laughs> like there he goes, he ain't holding or anything. He should have been out. That's insane. Oh man, you 
gonna look at the shot. He dropped in a squat, had his tongue out like. <laughs> get in there, get in there. He wheeled that bitch. Out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, good for him. It's just I don't know. It's weird. I know he's one of the best basketball players ever, but there's nothing about him that I'm like. I don't know how we gonna stop him. You know why? Because he started on the Spurs. Do you think that's yep. what it is? Yeah, yep. awesome. he learned from Tim Duncan. Well, how to no Caroline Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> I never got this shit lined up. How to be fucking underwhelming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Underwhelmingly great. <laughs> Tim Duncan had to be the boringest guy. Like the boringest superstar in history, man. Yeah, hell yeah. No flair, no pizzazz. Well, no, it's all bank shots. We, yeah. We, yeah. No, yeah. I think that's the most frustrating Straight part. Arm shots. So, like, you get beat by some bank shots? Glass. That shit funny, though. It's legal, but I don't know why people, more people don't use it. Fucking Tim Duncan, man. I don't know. To me, it seemed like a harder shot. No, I don't think so. Because you don't really have to be too accurate. You just got to hit that one area. Depending on the angle, yeah. I mean, for a layup, you know, a layup, you hit it off the bank, of course. Yeah, but, like, like I don't know, man. Because remember he had that, like, that little 12-footer he hit up yeah. the court? The this shit was like clockwork. Dwayne too, Wade used to do that shit, too, a lot. Yeah, hell yeah. But if you miss it, that motherfucker looks horrible. <laughs> like you gotta make if you miss it if you miss a bench out it's real bad oh, it's, it's bad it's horrible either yeah. way it's too short too long it's gonna look weird man. when did like make a bank shot become a bad thing in basketball though um, I don't know what after Rick Barry with the underhand cause remember it was always like, oh you didn't call that shit like lucky like every time you hit the backboard it goes in it's always luck yeah, you got a point there. Yeah. Did you call a bank? Did you call a bank? You don't count if you don't call it. Say pool. <laughs> Have you ever seen it where they didn't get, like give the person the points though? Right. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait it off. Like it always counts. Get it off the glass. That's funny shit. Oh shit, man. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. The crazy thing about man, all these sports, man, it's like starts at like a small level, man. Like the inception, like when it first started. Now yeah. that shit is like a billion dollar industry, but. Originally, it was just motherfuckers just trying to play some pickup games. Peach and basket, yeah, peach basket. They had basketball. to have a ladder and they had to get the motherfucker out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, goddamn, that's <laughs> <laughs> like the Warriors playing yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. breaks. Can y'all slow down? <laughs> oh. That should have been crazy. I don't know what the first score was, like an official basketball game. Fucking four to three. Man, after I leave, I need y'all to YouTube Bullet Ball if y'all ain't never seen it. What's Bullet Ball? This motherfucker tried to start a sport. With bullets? Called, no, it's called Bullet Ball, but it was the weakest shit ever. Look this shit up on YouTube after <laughs> after we done, man. Because he was talking about like starting sports and shit. This just, What's like the premise of it? It's just horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up and tell you. Like, y'all talk about it next podcast. Bullet Ball. Speaking right. of podcasts, though, like I listened. I, I finally got through y'all last podcast. Not the last one. The uh, the 2019 top. Oh, the album. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that was shit, a long one. That was a, it was a good-ass podcast, but oh, it took that. me so long, though. Is y'all man's. What's your man's name that was on here? Tony. Tony, Tony Two Guns. That motherfucker, Tony Too Slow. He talked <laughs> slow as shit. Man, though, like, man. Oh, my God. You know when you listen to podcasts, you can you can change the speed. You yeah. can go, like, half speed, one and a half speed, yeah, or two yeah, times. Yeah. Man, I should have sped his shit up. I'd have got through it a lot. Quicker, <laughs> man. He talked so slow. I thought he was like chopped and screwed. Damn, <laughs> now, you drunk shit. But that was a good ass podcast, yeah, man. I enjoyed every bit of that shit. Yeah, appreciate that, man. I had you, to. You got any comments on the the albums that we listed? I um I actually um downloaded the Stormzy album. Oh, okay. I haven't listened to it yet. I want to check it out because y'all spoke so highly of it. Um, I was waiting. I didn't think y'all was gonna mention uh Lost Boy because that was my favorite album of uh twenty. Yeah. 
2019, The Lost Boy by YBN Corday. It was my number one up until the podcast. Yeah. I just kept listening to Stormzy over and over again. I was like, ah. Gave yeah. him the edge. Yeah, yeah. I can respect it. Yeah. I'm going to check him out. I'm going to check yeah. it out. YBN, that was my shit. It's, I mean, it was it was hard to like pick just five and then put them in an order. It was a weird thing. Yeah. At least for me, Amari said everything was trash. Yeah, it was trash. It's <laughs> definitely trash here. Did y'all get into y'all top fives? Like, like all-time MCs? All-time? No, no. No, okay. All right. I was wondering. No. You got a top five? Yeah, I think everybody got Let's a top five. Let's talk about five. it. Though. Top five's hard. Y'all go ahead. I got to think. I already know mine. I, I, I don't got a five. All right, you go, you go first then. Okay, <laughs> shit. Y'all be starting at five and I'm working my way up? Okay, yeah. Okay, uh, Ice Cube, number five. Scarface. Yeah, Ice Cube? Yeah, Ice Cube, number five. Okay. And I'll get into why in just a minute. Okay. Ice Cube, number five. Uh, Scarface, number four. Number three, uh, Jay-Z. Number two, Tupac. Number one, Nasir. Ben Olu, Deron Jones. Man. So we gonna respect that list. Man. Because you got Tupac number two? He don't got Biggie either. Yeah, that's why he, that's why he likes the list. <laughs> and when I was talking about Biggie last week, though, man, I, I just kind of felt like Biggie was probably like maybe the... I, I used to call him the Grant Hill of hip-hop, but I'll, what, I'll, call, him, been? I'll call him the Brandon Roy yeah. of hip-hop. Because I'm like, all y'all, like a lot of people want to just keep talking about his upside, but... Stars fall, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he could have had a a, a a um a down album. He could have had a um a Nostradamus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Street so disciple. like you know it can go it can go either. I love that album. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it could go either way. So I mean we could just base him on what he had. And me personally, I'm not a huge Biggie fan because I just thought a lot of his music was just so dark. Oh, it was super dark. And he had some gay ass references in there too. That kind of just kind of. so good on Sucker Daddy Dick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know that's a Richard Pryor joke, but man, I, I I've never retold that joke ever day in my yeah. life. But. Yeah, the stories came about Richard Pryor fucking men. Yeah. <laughs> I heard about that too. So like, shout out to uh, Quincy Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spill all the shit. I heard Quincy Jones was trying to fuck Tupac one time. I heard this. I heard this story a long time ago. Pac went over there to go visit uh, Quincy's daughter and. And Quincy was like real deal trying to uh, get at Tupac. Like I was like, damn, that's some weird shit, man. man that's, that's Hollywood, though. Yeah, you know how that shit go, man. I ain't with it, man. That's why why you think Channing Tatum got a job? It ain't because his acting skills probably didn't fuck somebody. I'm sure. There's I'm a like, lot of actors. I'm like, this motherfucker had to fuck somebody because there's nothing about him that makes you think, yeah, yeah, you should be here. I heard one of my <laughs> homeboys. He went to a party at Shamar Moore house, and he like Shamar Moore came out like. Had coke all on his mustache and just like half naked. I was like, I heard the stories, man. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I, I want to be a B-list celebrity. Yeah, I, just enough. I'm yeah, going to yeah. that, that Rob Riggle. Yeah. That's what I want. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. famous enough where I don't have to work. Yeah, exactly. But I can still go to the grocery store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't need no security, no shit like that. Samuel Jackson. <laughs> nah, that motherfucker right. huge though. Hell no. Highest growth. He the highest grossing actor in in Bro, like Hollywood history. In the black community. Samuel, no, uh, Samuel Jackson. Before, Samuel Jackson got a voice on Alexa. I mean, pre Marvel. No, I don't care. Pre-Marvel. It, it, nah, he he can't do pre Marvel. He was still big then. He's Star Wars before then. Wasn't yeah, he? he was Mace Windu. Yeah. Well, Windu, whatever his name was. And Is Pope he A list though? A list? Yeah. I don't know. Man, you A list? Disrespect to Sam. Yeah. No, no, I respect. Like, don't have a bad Sam performance. Man, he got 120 movies. Okay, sure. name a bad one. I sure I, I, I don't have his list. <laughs> Snakes on a Plane was not didn't have too much replay value. Yeah, but he didn't have a bad performance in it. Well, no, nah, he always plays himself for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he always, he 
was always Samuel. He was always the same ass dude. You probably could have got away with saying Clifton Powell. You know what I'm saying? Somebody <laughs> like that. Pinky, you know what I'm saying? We beloved him, but you know yeah, he, yeah, you can't say Sam. Yeah, yeah, he ain't red carpet. Yeah, you know, so they, I ain't know Pinky's real name. That's fucked up, bro. Yeah, Clifton Powell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Sam Jackson is definitely a list though. Just from what movie or just from the collection his soul decided like you know bro movie. he was A-list probably like in the 90s from what though what movie this is like his collection of movies I mean he from volume then not from like one performance but I'm saying he's that good of an actor yeah he, that sounds he's dope. Cold, man. he's dope Samuel you know he does his work Coach Carter but then we he's gotta go back Carter. then we gotta go like he's not the same actor as Denzel so then we go back to the slam dunk shit where it's like, all right, if he's A-list, what is Denzel? They both, you can both be A-list. Yeah, they're not mutually exclusive. I don't know if they're in the same world. What? That's Samuel and Denzel? But bro, it's no different than, than like, like it's no different than LeBron James and Aaron Gordon being in the same league. They both NBA players. No, no, no. You got all NBA. Aaron Gordon and all NBA. He's <laughs> <laughs> barely NBA. And I love Aaron Gordon, man. I love him at Arizona, man. I, I like Aaron Gordon. Right, so you got uh, Oscar Award winners, which Denzel is. I don't think Denzel is. I don't that shit. What? Okay. Oscar, man, fuck that. But I'm just saying, performance-wise, like, Denzel's body of work is much better than Samuel's. But Samuel has a volume. He has a whole bunch of movies, so it's like, all right, we know this dude I bet has always been around. But I think Sam Jackson probably got more dope movies than Denzel, though. And that's just because of his activity. Like, like certain artists don't put out albums as much. Like, that's Denzel. Yeah. And then you have artists like your boy Game, who put out quality <laughs> album after quality album. True. You know, yeah. so that's how I kind of look at it. But yeah, I think Samuel Jackson. You said quality? I don't know if I'll call him quality albums. Who, Game? Yeah, Come man. On, man. I love Game. <laughs> hey, you know, Game's like my number six, though. Like, I love Game. I'm a huge I like Game. Game. I want to like him more, but I just can't, man. He got a lot of boring-ass albums, bro. Name one. Uh, what was that last one? Born to Rap? Yeah, that was born? shit. It's boring, man. It's just 25 tracks. Say it's exhausting then. No, it was exhausting <laughs> and boring. <laughs> I get it. I get it. By track six, I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, where I got left? <laughs> I never look at it like that. And me personally, when I listen to music, I don't want to. I don't want to see anything. Like I don't want to look at the track listing. I don't want to see yeah. the guest features. I just want to put it on yeah. unbiased and just listen. I don't like. I don't even really like movie trailers all that much because I think Bad Boys for Life is a good example. The trailer sucked. But I had to go see it to support the yeah, culture, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I was surprised at how great the movie was, in my personal opinion. I yeah. thought it was a great movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't like... I, like, tease me just a little bit, but, don't like... give me everything. Yeah, don't give me too much, because then I'd be like, hmm... Where you have Bad Boys for Life in the trilogy? <clears throat> uh, probably number one. Number one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's only three! It's only three, right? Like, number one ain't perfect. No one ain't perfect. There's three spots. Hey, that might be Impulse, because that's the last one I saw, but... Like, I really like number two. Like, yeah. number two was... Yeah. yeah. Like, some of the comedic scenes just kind of stood out to me. Like, when Reggie came over, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. Or when they was in the uh, the morgue and shit, you know, yeah. with Mark. You tell Teresa, I kid you. know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit like that. It was like... I don't know. I don't want to rank them, though. I just want to appreciate each one independently, man. Yeah, I mean, it's something that humans have, right? It's like, you, we got to rank shit. Like, exactly. Someone has to be the number one. Like, exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, I, I love the movie. Amari's the one who hated it. No, no, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. As a movie, I'm just saying. As a movie, you <laughs> soundtrack. You thought the songs could have been better. The DJ Khaled produced it. I hate it. 
movie. No, but I'm saying it was a good movie. Like the experience was dope, but I expected like when I saw you know you see a bad boys movie, I expected like I don't know a different feel. No, they're 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 both old though. That's like the whole. But they made a younger feel. Like I think one movie once we didn't talk about this trilogy, man. But Shab with uh, Samuel Jackson, I was watching the newest one. Yeah, that's gonna be a trilogy. Which mean? So the second one was a remake though, right? With Sam. It was a remake of the They original. did two? Did they do two with Sam? I think they did two with Sam. So they, they, had, the, they had the Shaft with Sam as Shaft. Mm-hmm. But that was a remake, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it counts Richard Roundtree. Yeah. Or oh, was he Richard Roundtree sign off top? In the second one? I don't know, man. Don't give me the line. I think they switched. I don't know if they mentioned that in the original, but he, they he made it like a little cameo. In the second one? The first one. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. But the he first was one with Sam? Yeah, first one. And was he was like a full-fledged cast member in the third one, right? Yeah. Okay. But go ahead. No, I think that was the third one, man. They executed as well. Like, it was a good, like, you know, trying to freshen up the series, man. They did it well. Bad Boys, it was like, they tried to do, you know, too over the top. They, yeah. I don't know. It was just too young. The one part that was over the top when he shot at a car and that shit exploded and it flipped off of a truck. That was the one part. <laughs> I mean, it's a little, oh, I'm sorry, when the helicopter crashed through a damn building and everybody was still alive afterwards. Those are the only two parts I was like, eh, but you know, it's an action movie. Yeah, you got to suspend your reality when yeah, you watch. Yeah. Like those True. Fast and Furious with. What, I wish they'd stop making. God, would they have a ten now? I don't know. Nine? They yeah. yeah. yeah, up to two minutes. I think um I think uh Live Free or Die Hard when they when he shot the helicopter with a car or something like he he did some tricky shit Bruce Willis did with a car just like yeah. huh. oh, the helicopter. I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? He was like in a parking garage, right? Yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah. I was like, fuck. He like pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was just, it was just crazy. I was Wait, like, what? <laughs> yeah, I remember that shit. So back to Ice Cube being number five. All right. What do y'all feel about that ranking? Y'all have Ice Cube anywhere? No, I like Ice Cube though, but no, I don't got him in my top five, but I respect him. Like he probably yeah. in my top like fifteen. After top Death 15? Certificate, I think it was a hard fall. Death, Death Certificate. I fucked. I live Death Certificate to this day. No doubt. No doubt. And here's the reason why I put him in my top five more than anything is you got to look at the tree from which all these branches. Because without Ice Cube, I can't. I hate when people say, well, if it wasn't for him, there'd be no me. Eh, I don't know about that. So, like, but just look at, like, what Ice Cube birthed. Mm-hmm. He basically birthed NWA because he wrote a lot of that shit, right? Sure. Yeah. So, all of it. yeah. So, so from there, you have. I mean, like, if he didn't blow up, we may have never heard of Dr. Dre. So we may have never got, like, a Snoop. We may, we may have never got a DLC. We may have never got, you know, all the way down to the M&M's, to Definitely the Kendrick Lamar's, to the games. So That's I'm fair. just like, I look at his impact and his stamp and his print on hip-hop and what it did for the West Coast. I just give him all the adulation and respect. Like, so more so than even his lyrics... And what he brought to the game, I'm just thinking about like what his pen basically birthed, and all these, all his offspring, man. I was like, man, you got to give it up to the young brother. So you got what's Friday? You got <laughs> yeah, Friday, Friday too, and the Big Three League. I fucked with Big Three. Yeah, me too. No, I, I love Big Three. Yeah. That shit when they, when they when they have like fucking game after game on Fox Sports. Like, yeah, that shit yeah. you love. I watch. <laughs> I sit down and watch those shits, man. Uh, so it's a it's a lifetime achievement award, not like a. Uh, um, and a no, meritorious honor, and and no Vaseline is still one of the best diss tracks yeah. ever. Best diss song. I think best diss song. Yeah. Hit him up was up there. Nah, one or nah, two, but one or two. Hit him up loses it because it was Tupac had one verse, and then it was a bunch of other dudes that we. Know, but we the rant about. at the end though, that was like a that could have been a song by itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the rants. Yeah. <laughs> 
Fuck you, Doc. Slow my phone. Yeah. Oh, make sure all y'all kids won't vote. Yeah, that was a ball first. Can you see us? Yeah. That rhyme. That was a ball first. That was a ball first. That was one issue I had with Pac Man. It was it was a lot of fluff on his albums. It was because I heard you did All Eyes on Me on, on the one podcast. Yeah, I mean, I did. Thought it. it was overrated. It was two most overrated rapper in history. I, I think that title belongs to Biggie. Nah, well, I mean, I, 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 can, I can see that. I can see that. But at least Biggie, like, when you heard Biggie albums, you listen to Biggie the majority of the time. Like, if I'm, when I'm listening to Tupac, I'm like, cool, then that, that verse is dope. And the next dope is some, somebody from the Outlaws. Like, I don't want to hear this shit. He's trying to put his homies yeah, on. Yeah, but they were trash. Like, can you give me an album which is you? Like, even, even Machiavelli had, what, seven tracks? And he had no, Machiavelli is 12. Okay. But he had features on there every song. I'm like, come on, man. So it's like, yes, Tupac had all these albums, but he had like one verse per song. Like he averaged probably 1.2 verses per song on his albums. You're not he fighting fair. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't know he was gonna die, man. That's why he had so many like, <laughs> songs and love shit. Well, actually, he didn't know that first. If you listen to what he's saying, yeah, he, he, he said he was gonna die early. Yeah, okay. That was a common theme in a lot of his albums. He recorded so much. Yeah, he recorded yeah. so much. He probably, at the beginning, like you said, he was trying to put his boys on. Yeah. But he had a hundred other songs by himself where he was like, all right, well, no, look, everybody trash, man. Come on, man. But, bro, bro, come on, man. No one no one cites a, a post-death Tupac album as like one of his best albums. Nobody does that. Machiavelli. Machiavelli was incredible to me. That came out after he died? White Man's World, yeah. That came out after he passed. What was it like, shortly after? Uh, it was the next one after might have been 97. I think it may have dropped in 97. Because he died with 95, 96. 96. 96. Big dad 97. Yep. March 9th. Damn, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that was good. I'm not going to say it. I really wasn't a good album. It was a good album. But it I, wasn't like earth, like world changing. I mean, you had probably had to be a certain age back then when it was released. True that. Like, yeah, that's fair. World. I think I was, world, I think I was 12 or 13 when yeah. he passed. Dude, so, I remember when I found out he died, I was playing Sonic. <laughs> in my room and I was on the fucking some level where it was like purple or some shit and it's like Tupac's dead okay I can't play it it was crazy but you know like the next day everyone's super fucking affected and all kind of shit I'm like eh. you know but then again I couldn't listen to rap music as a kid yeah. so I really couldn't appreciate you know what he, even with Biggie died I was like oh, who cares you know but it's crazy how you remember where you are like, I don't remember where I was in Biggie died I remember where I was in Tupac died why is that I don't know. I think it affected people around me because like, my mom, my mom's a huge Tupac fan. Like, I think it affected people around me more. So you're trying to be different. Like um, Biggie. Where were you know, living? My mom put me on Biggie, in Detroit. You were living in Detroit yeah. at the time. See, like it's funny because I was living in Michigan at the time too. But like we was like West Coast heavy, even though we were yeah. close to New York. Yeah, we so, were super like, West Coast heavy. Pac died. I was like, oh, I always remember my homeboy brother when he found out Biggie died. Like, yeah, that's right. Me and Pac rolled on him. I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, whoa, buddy. <laughs> you celebrating death? <laughs> like, right. That and you're uh, trying to admit to murder? No, you don't do that. You're an accomplice, buddy. <laughs> you're going to jail. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was a, it was a thing about it. Like, in Michigan and Detroit, it was mostly West Coast shit. Yeah. Um, and then West Coast and, like, Southern stuff. Even, like, now, like, the new rappers coming out, like, T Grizzly and, you know, Sada Baby and all of them. It kind of has like a like a New Orleans type feel. Mm-hmm. Like the Midwest is an interesting place when it comes to music, man. Like you would think it'd be like heavily East Coast influenced, but that's not the case at all. At all. Midwest. Alright, so you got Cuban 5. Who Face. was 4? Face. Scarface. I mean, uh, come on. Scarface one of the greatest of all time. I love Face. I don't know if you got to defend that one. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I, rock, I rock with the list. I rock with the list, yeah. man. Except now. Nah, Jay Z at three is crazy to me. Yo, it's wow. crazy it's right about now. That <laughs> <laughs> should be high on your list. 
I mean, please explain to me how you got Jay Z at number three. Um, he's great. But three? Like, you know how many rappers are out there? He's number three. How is that an insult? Yeah, how is that insult? What's insult is he got him under Nas. Okay, but I mean, come on. yo, I mean, <laughs> like catalog wise, man, supposed to be number one on everybody list. I think so. See what happens when I no longer exist. Fucking <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I love Jay. I love Jay. I think being in my top three is admirable. That's honorable. Like, but I just put. Why do you have Nas over Jay Z? Is because of Ether? Nah, I was a huge. It's it's funny because I actually became a Nas and Jay Z fan like in the same summer. Like, cause like we said, like back where we was from, like we didn't really listen to East Coast too much. So this is like um, 99, 1999. It was the time that I Am dropped. I listened to that first. Somebody, I was on a trip up to Michigan Tech, up north, um, and he had that uh, Nas CD, and he had like a new Outkast CD. I don't even remember what it was, but I listened to Nas like all the way up, and I just became a huge Nas fan. And when we got back, I started listening to Volume 2, Jay-Z. I'm like, oh, this shit is incredible. These guys are fucking incredible. And when they started beefing, I'm like, no, fellas, what you doing? (laughs) Oh, stop. I wanted to be in the middle. Same way with uh, when Jada and Bean started beefing. I'm like, wait a minute, guys. No, let's settle this. So, like, but, like, I don't know. Just, if you think Jay-Z is the greatest rapper ever, you're right. If you think Nas is the greatest rapper ever, you're right. If you think Tupac is the greatest rapper ever, you're right. If you think Game... If you think Biggie's the greatest rapper ever, you're fucking insane. <laughs> but it's just like I look at it like how your music makes me feel. Yeah, like, yeah that's what you do. Like it shit connects with me, man, and not that I could readily identify with Pac or Nas more than Jay Z. But it's just like I like what they're talking about, and sometimes like when I hear shit give you goosebumps, that shit just make me feel good. And I just prefer Nas and Jay. I mean Nas and Pac over Jay. But I love Jay. I'm like a huge Jay fan. You're splitting hairs at that point. Yeah, exactly. Like you nitpicking. Like you yeah. know, I got one A. They could be one A, one B, one C for all I care. That's how I felt when I was doing the, the albums to 2019. I was like, I mean, all these are good albums. Right. Yeah. You know, like, you got, I, we got to put them in a list. They all upper echelon, so it's like yeah. incredible. Crazy how music works, man. What you got to next to like different people, different ways. Oh yeah. Now, I know you're a West Coast cat, but like you don't, you don't, you don't think Nas is incredible. Um, he's incredible, but I think he's probably. I think he's probably a top 10 rapper of all time, but I think he's probably the worst, like, beat picker. (laughs) Beat picker? Like, Nas is dope. Lyrically, he's dope. He's definitely top five of all time. But, like, making a dope-ass song that you really, really can rock to, outside of the, you know, the taking it all in, the intellectual, you know, aspect of it. Like, Wally? Yeah, just making a song I can rock to in the car. Like, Hmm. I think Nas, I don't know, man, it's tough. It's tough. That's the only thing. That's the only blemish he has on his record to me. New York State of Mind. I mean, New York, about, New York. I mean, I New York, New York. I'm super West Coast, man. <laughs> <laughs> you start out with New York, I'm automatically going, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. bros and all that shit. I don't, man, come on, man. Yeah, I get it. It's subjective and it's regional, like a motherfucker, especially. Like, I didn't get off in it. The first East Coast joint that I really got into was It's Dark and Hell is Hot. That shit yeah, is like, oh my God, this yeah. shit is... Yeah. That was like... Because that was like 98. I think that was before uh, I started listening to Nas and Jay. So that shit hit me. That shit was impactful. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Shit, me too. Because it, it was... Because I was in, I think, high school when I heard it. Um, and I, I think I heard it a couple years late. 
She was like, I think it was like sophomore high school when I heard it. Started high school in 99, so sophomore. It was like, it was like 2000, 2001 when I heard it. And that was everything I think every young black boy wanted to hear. Yeah. Like that album, man, that shit would get me so so goddamn live. It was crazy. So oh, gritty. Like, <laughs> get at me, dog. Come on. You want to fight somebody? This motherfucker parking. Yeah, yeah, bring the whole crew. Man, I was disappointed when I found out he was like from the East Coast. I, was, I thought he was from the <laughs> Oh shit! I was like, he's one of us, Pac. Yeah, he talked like Pac. He thought he was one of us. What the hell? I mean, really, Pac was an East Coast guy. I mean, you look at Juice. I mean, like he spent time. He was born in East Coast, right? Yeah, he was born from East Coast. I mean, who? That shit's so stupid, though. The East West, like beef and all that. It was just. It was basically conference. like two different parties that had an issue with each other. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we got past all that shit. I mean, man. like Method Man wasn't beefing with Mac Dre. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Method Man wasn't beefing with Pac either. You know, they was making music together. So yeah. I don't even know how the Tupac B thing started. Probably because they used to be cool. You don't remember? No. Pac thought Biggie had got him set up. When you went to go when record, he, York, when he got shot in 94 at the Quad Studios. Oh, uh, okay. And he got up. He was, After he got shot, he went up to where they were. And, you know, he's... I guess he felt like, you know, they was acting real suspect. Maybe they was shook because he just got shot. Like, you know, he was like, somebody passed me a cigarette. You know what I'm saying? I've seen, like, plenty of interviews talking about how that shit went down. But I think, honestly, I think Suge fueled that shit. I think so, To too. get rich, to yeah. make more money. Because it was more, it was, uh, it's profitable, right? Like, conflict breeds money. Very. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Suge was behind all that shit. But then we lost two of the greats, man. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. I, would, I would like to see what Pac could have done on his own. You know, because yeah, I think eventually that him and the Shook shit would have split. Yeah, he was trying to get out of that deal. Yeah, yeah. It mm-hmm. was just, you know, motherfucking shit crazy as hell, man. They was going to squash that shit and probably make a motherfucking, at least a song, if not an album together, somewhere down the line. Man. Yeah. Dog, how much money would that shit have made? I, that's, <laughs> that's my only, like, that's my only, like, issue that I took with Pac, though. I kind of felt like he let uh, Shook put the battery in his back. Like, Shook kind of, I mean, I granted, like, he got you out of the joint and everything, so you kind of, you know... Want to uh, do right by him a little bit, but like I think I think Suge was ultimately Tupac's demise. Man. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I, yes, he was his demise, but he also kind of helped him find like the lane for him too, right? Because the whole gangster rap shit for Tupac was all an act. Like that wasn't him. He was an art student, right? True. And he, he was an art student who wrote poems, yeah. right? You know, he could. He's an artist. Yeah, you know, he could rap over beat well. It was like, okay, cool, but we need to, we need to do this. Let's turn something background dancing. You remember? Yeah, fucking digital underground. <laughs> but you know, Me Against the World came out, and you know, he was still kind of on that. It's my favorite pop album. You know, Me Against the World goes fucking. I see death around the corner, gotta man. stay high while I survive in the man. city. What, man? Me Against the World. That's my dog. I can listen to that album. That shit was hard. Anytime, man. any day, any place. That's it my favorite easy. pop album. It ain't easy was my shit, man. Like, Dear Mama, like, that was a dope ass album, man. Yeah. Pac had range, though, man. And I, <laughs> I don't know how y'all gonna take this next statement. <laughs> <laughs> If you preface it like that, it's probably going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, <laughs> get up there, Randy. Get up there. <laughs> get up there. <laughs> I don't know, but, the like, shot clock. <laughs> on the lines of how, how Suge did Pac, I think Baby, Birdman, Brian Williams actually hindered Lil Wayne from being the best rapper ever. Best rapper ever? Oh, yeah, we catching that. We catching that. I'm with that. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Let me see what you think. I'm with that. I got, sure. I got digestions for let me, hold on, let me explain why, though. Okay. Name something lyrically or musically that Lil Wayne can't do on a song. Tell a story. Lies. He's Damn. done it. Okay. He's done it. I, he, I, but he said himself he can't tell a story very well. But he's done it, though. 
Keisha. Yeah, I, that's the first one I thought about, Keisha. Okay. Like, you he's talking... Come on, man. I was asking. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not being facetious. I'm asking. He was 16 when the album came out. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I honestly don't think there's anything he can't do. Like, so I, I kind of feel like the music that he was making was kind of under uh, the direction of what Birdman wanted him to do. He just wanted him to do like those Go DJ and Fireman tracks where. Like you heard it on, I think it was the Carter Three. You know, when he get real introspective, man, he can be on some shit. And I just feel like Lewayne is just incredible. Like he's in that that six to ten area in my next, mm-hmm. like my top ten, along with Gang, Ti, Rick Ross, uh, Snoop, Ti. Wow, yeah, Ti is incredible. Um, Lewayne just played too long, man. You think so? Because yeah. we had this conversation last time. Where we was like, Lil Wayne's one of the rappers that we don't think they know it's over yet. Yeah, you think Lil Wayne and Eminem? But if he, oh man. <laughs> Let's talk about him next. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you cut off like last like five six years from Lil Wayne's career and just that just shit just like didn't count, Lil Wayne would be probably in most top fives. See, uh, I just don't think there's nothing he can't do. Yeah, there's like, nothing he can't do, but I think I and do it well. I, there was a lot of Wayne albums I was disappointed. I was disappointed in Carter three. I was disappointed in Carter two. Carter three. Disappointed in Carter four. Disappointed in Carter, Carter, disappointed in Carter five. Yeah, I was just playing the card. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was just like because the first quarter he killed that shit. When it, like, damn, I miss like I miss my dogs. Miss like my that, dogs. that shit was yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, that shit was real. Um, the first quarter, start to finish, you could play through. And then the second one, it was more like it felt like they were trying to make hits. You know, that's what it felt like. It was, was, like, was is... Birdman Junior on the second one? Birdman was on all of them. No, the Birdman the Junior song. Yeah. Oh. On the capital, like, only key to survive is kill. If the elements don't murder you, the ride is real. That's Birdman real. Jr. Man, that's it's probably the second. It was BMJR. That was the name of the yeah. show. Yeah. Was it the intro? Was the intro one of the albums? I don't think so. I don't know. But that shit was hard. Like that shit, that 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 song right there. Because I've been listening to Lil Wayne since '96. Believe it or not, yeah. like I was yeah. listening to like the Hot Boys' first album, "Get yeah, It How You Live." So this is like. Seeing his growth and then like I kind of stopped listening around that five hundred degrees, but when that damn five hundred degrees trash. But man, yeah. when that that bird, when I heard that Birdman Junior, I was like, oh shit, this motherfucker's lyrically just yeah, he's on the level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I remember thinking, I don't know what album it was, or what song it was. I was like, oh, this is why Birdman picked him because he was just like head and shoulders above everybody else, you know, mm-hmm. especially like from the south. Like he wasn't seeing um, rappers from the south put out dope shit like that. For sure, like lyrically, you know, lyrically wise. But I think he, uh, I think he got to a point where he was just trying to make hits, and I, that turns me off. And that's what I think. I think Birdman was engineering all that. It's possible. I stand. And he was up. owed all his damn money. I stand up, and you're not a man. Lil Wayne was one of those guys. I Man, I give him the most respect because he was one that can like remix a song, and I don't care about the original. Like he makes a song. You talking about what he's making? Those mixtapes, squad, 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 squad. Oh, man, man, he's he killing kills shit. Oh yeah, no, I don't, you don't listen to original anymore. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, there's never been another person who's done that before. So I yeah, gotta get. He's, he's up there. Man. He killed that shit. I mean, Birdman kind of fucked his career too because he couldn't release music for what, three yeah, four years. That kind of stifled your growth as an artist, man. And then people stopped checking for you. Yeah. Like, so that's why I say Birdman kind of kept. Now, when I say best rapper ever, you know, that's all subjective. But I think he hindered him from reaching his pinnacle, his yeah. peak, where he should be. So I was just like. Lil Wayne would have killed it, like, at the beginning of the streaming era. Because yeah. he used to just release so much music. Yeah, there. So, so much, so much music. He would have prospered, you know. But I think he was probably like Tupac in a lot of ways where he was just like. Yeah, a, I can see that. A, like a rat, just like a studio rat. Just, just, I'm yeah. just going to get this out, get this out. I'd be like a funeral. I ain't listen to it. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I was, uh, it's I was, better than Carter Five. So. I wasn't prepared. You, know? you got that. That Carter Five was a snooze fest. Like you know, yeah. I always listen to, like. I mean, the music. Kendrick Lamar was good. Yeah, that was cool. I met him yesterday. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that's a cool in person. Yeah, I mean, you, I. Backstory: I met him at the chapel that I work at. Okay. So his sister was getting married. So oh, okay. He was just there, and I just spoke to him. You know what I'm saying? He was cool though. He was with his family, though. You know, try not to. Yeah, you don't bother him too much. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're my son' favorite rapper, man. <laughs> you want to Facetime him real quick? <laughs> so, I'm yeah. glad you ain't one of those people. Man. But no, yeah. I just, just kind of walked by, like, "Hey, man, I just wanted to say what's up, man. Appreciate you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just kept it moving though. But he was, he was super cool. Though, I'm sure he appreciated that. Yeah, you know, you don't get blown. He's probably like, "Oh, this motherfucker knows me." He probably <laughs> like, he probably like my number eleven too. Like right outside of my top ten, number eleven. Like, one more album, he probably creep up there past maybe Ti. <laughs> How you got like, here's a below T.I.? I mean, like, T.I.'s been, like, I think I listened to T.I.'s first album in 2001. I'm serious. I'm and he had a line on there. He said, to play me, baby, he gonna need a track from God featuring Jesus and Jay-Z. I was like, oh, shit, this guy's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was, like, one of the hardest bars I heard at the time. So I was like, oh, man, like, let me start listening to this guy. And then, like, I've just been a fan ever since, though. He's had... Like, you ever listen to Us or Else? It was like a six-track EP no. where he was just like on some real militant shit. He got songs with Killer Mike on there and Meek Mill. But this shit was super dope, man. But T.I.'s been very consistent. And I think him and Eminem probably have like two of the best like deliveries when it comes to just like laying some dope vocals and intertwining them with the track. Yeah. Nobody does that like Eminem and I think uh, T.I. Like, you listen to the song with him and Justin Timberlake. You know, the girls go about, throw their hands up high when they want to come and kick it with a stand-up guy. You yeah. ain't been seen with a man so fly. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Like, just the way he, he ride. Beat well. yeah. He ride beats well. I think Eminem probably does that the best. And then you got T.I. and Jay-Z. I don't know if Eminem does that well anymore. I'm, t- I'm speaking of an older Eminem. Like, <laughs> what's the song? Toy Soldier? Yeah. Like, he, I, I heard him talking about how he laid, like, each word to, like, the the beat of the drum, some mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. I just thought that shit was in, shit. that shit was so incredible, man. Yeah. Like, but I ain't really felt Eminem since the Eminem show. But uh, Toy Soldier's on Curtain Call. I thought that was uh that's the song with Fifty Cent, right? Toy Soldier. Uh, I don't think no. Fifty's not on Toy Soldier. Fifty's on the album though. Oh, okay. It's but that song, I'm just so that's that album has Yellowbird Road on it. Yeah, I ain't fucking. Um, it. it was after uh, Eminem. Show. Mockingbird, Mockingbird was trash though. Yeah, it was it was post Eminem show, so I ain't fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah man. See, I mean, that's, that's the, kind of what we came to. Like, Kirk Calls is the last one I can listen to. Like, after that, it was just got real weird, and then it got real stupid. When oh. he got sober, he got lame as fuck. I like like Mary J. Blige when she's happy. Yeah, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. I want some no more drama. Yeah, we want the more drama, man. Like I listened to the last. When when did Eminem drop his last album? This, this just recently. Yeah, right? a couple like a month or so. Right? I listened like the first six tracks, and I thought it was pretty cool, man. You just kept listening. Yeah, it got worse. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. Nah, man. Man, I, I, say shit, man. I don't like the fucking like the quick rapping. Like he's rapping quick for rap sake. And then like there's a song on there where did you hear a song about the the, the the shooting out here in Vegas? So he has a song where he's rapping from the perspective of the shooter for the I the heard about movie. it. I heard. I mean, about it's it. it's okay, but it was kind of like he did his double entendre between I'm gonna kill some people to I'm ready to rap. And it was like these two really don't know mesh together like the way he was saying things you know yeah you know locked and loaded you know ready to go but it, that can go either way 
you know, similar to the the lose yourself. Shit. Okay, yeah. you know, so it was just kind of like, eh, you know, I don't know, and it was a weird thing because I mean, it was a Vegas thing. I don't know if he had any connections to it. It was weird that he chose that to have a whole you know song about. You know, I don't know if he was just like, I'm, I need to do something that will get attention or what. But that's just kind of what it's feeling like now. Being from Michigan, do you guys like where's Eminem on your list? No, I don't. Care. Not anymore. Yeah, he's I, been my favorite rapper. It was his peak. Uh, his peak was Marshmallow's LP. Criminal. That was yeah. my goddamn right. My words are like a dagger with a jagged edge. Just stab you on the leg. Ooh, Fuck man. Man, that shit was crazy. Like Eminem, like I Dog. think it was. But you know what I think it was? I think it was like a breath of fresh air when he came in. It's just like this is something new is hot. I think we just got tired of it. Like, okay, you can only kill your mother so many times. Like, yeah, you kill your girlfriend now. The right? bitch is dead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, and then like, no, he I'll, just kind of fell off, though, man. I agree. I think he's kind of fell off. He's gonna always be lyrical. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. he's gonna always have some dope lyrics and some some witty shit to say, and he's gonna always have a dope delivery for the most part. But I'm like, like, why is he, why is he like throwing bars and shots at Nick Cannon? Yeah, Still, man. like this yeah, shit is old. Yeah, right. Like, let that shit go. Like that, um, I think it was Fat Joe and Dre dropped the album. That shit was incredible. I never thought I would get into a Fat Joe and Dre album. Fat Joe and Dre. Dre? Uh, the producer. Cool, Dr. Dre? Cool and Dre. Oh, okay. Cool and Dre. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Ain't that their names? Cool, cool and Dre. And Dre yeah. yeah. They dropped the album last year. That shit was pretty fucking dope, too. Um, but Eminem had bars for, for Nick Cannon on there. Yeah, it's weird. I'm just like, come on, man. Let it go, man. Yeah. I think he has this thing where he doesn't really have anything to rap about, man. He got to inspire. He wish too long. He's like Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Like trying to hype himself up. <laughs> Get some bulletin board material. Get some, like, some yeah. bulletin board material. That's what I'm saying. That's why Jay Z's greatest rapper of all time, man, because he's still putting up dope albums. Yeah. <laughs> he's been rich for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fuck with Jay Z. Next, man. Eminem never like connected. He just was he right put words together well, but like really connecting, talking about some shit that people can relate to. Yeah. yeah was, I couldn't relate to anything he said. No. Nah. Like that's what that was his flaw. I tried to put my cousin on when he got out of prison. I was like, yo, man, Eminem is cold. It's like O2 he got out of the joint and like he's just like other than that Superman joint, I couldn't really feel none of his shit. I'm like, what? Cleaning out the closet? None of that shit. Cleaning out closet my shit. But man, yeah, he was just like couldn't connect. Like, yeah. I think he had it's that problem. Generational thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I want to see him and him stop making albums. That's I'd be happy with that. What do you do next? I mean, make a dope album. What does he do after Features? That, after rap? What does he do after rap? I don't fucking know. Retire. He, he should have enough money. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's loaded. <laughs> the fuck? He sold enough shady hoodies. Hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> a pop. He should have enough money by yeah, now. He should be fine. Yeah, man. I I knew it was over for him. Because he did a song with um, Conway from Griselda Records. Yeah. And they had to switch the beat when he started rapping. I was like, you couldn't even get off an original beat? Like, they got, he got to give you a whole different beat? Because, you know, he has the, the fast flow. Yeah. And the fast flow didn't work. It wouldn't have worked with that beat, the beat that they were doing. So the whole fucking beat switched. I'm like, oh, it's over. Now, you can't, just, you can't put a dope beat on and get off to it. Like, it has to be like a certain type of beat. Or you ain't got it anymore. I think, I don't, I don't know if the masses know this or not, but... Royce the Five Nine is such a much better rapper than Eminem. Oh, yeah, Royce Five Nine is most killer. Yeah, to this day, the sl- slaughterhouse, the whole slaughterhouse game, oh, probably better than Eminem. Probably two months ago, I listened to that slaughterhouse album at the gym. If I did that every day, I'd be a fit motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, when I'm on the elliptical, like, oh, I've been on this bitch ninety minutes. <laughs> Like, yo, that, that Slaughterhouse album was incredible. Yeah, man. They, they, they don't have they, a bad album. Eminem screwed them over. How so? Being under Shady? 
Nah, man. The, the thing is, it's I mean, it's messed up because Slaughterhouse is made of a, a group of rappers who are dope as shit, but they don't ever get the publicity, right? They don't get the publicity because of the type of sh- how they rap. Yeah. You know, the, you know, you're not gonna get a club banger from Royce Five Nine, Joe Budden, Pump, 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 it up, just blaze, no, man. <laughs> And that was a dope album, though. That was fucking incredible. That for his Joe, Joe Buzz first album was dope as shit. It pump it up did not represent what the album was. Nah, not even a fucking little bit. Not even the rapper that he is. Yeah, yeah. He, he did less than a hundred thousand units his first week, and I was like, ooh, yeah, I probably shouldn't have bootlegged it. Not good. <laughs> I was a poor college student, man. I was a poor college student, man. It was different. It was different if I ever meet him, I'm gonna give him ten dollars, though. I promise you. I'm like, here go. Uh, man, ten dollars was the, the first week price. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you give that fourteen ninety nine. Well, I bootlegged it the first week. You <laughs> <laughs> give that ten dollars. Tuesday. Best Buy release. <laughs> yeah, I fucks with Joe, man. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like Joe Button, man. But I mean, he found his lane, though. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he, he real deal found his lane. Motherfucker had a new fiance a week on reality TV. Now that podcast shit is really taking off. I got the podcast shit. Is he still on? Like, he's not on Love Hip Hop shit. Yeah, yeah. Still yeah. On? yeah. Man, I'm, I don't watch it, but I know I, I fuck the podcast. How long? How long y'all gonna let these motherfuckers repackage? And sell y'all the same shit season after season, city after city. Every fucking season is the same shit. I, I can't watch it, yo. Me and my <coughs> wife used to watch this shit all the time, but I just can't. It's so fucking boring yeah. now. I've never watched. I don't think I've watched any of that shit. You never watched Love Him Up? Nah, hell no. Yeah, I watched the first couple seasons. Yeah, I did yeah. too. When Jim Jones, which one was he? Was he on New York? Show? Yeah, Love Him yeah. Up. New I watched York. like two or three episodes of that. That's he where was it on started. At the beginning, you know, that mm-hmm. was it. Yeah, I watched that shit. Like, Flavor of Love and all that shit. I watched Flavor of Love. I used to watch all them shit. Now I don't watch I watched Flavor of Love. What was the other one? Not Rock of Love. The one New, New York. York. I yeah. love New York. I love New York. That's Do you remember the chick that put the chicken in the microwave? Oh, he served her the rock chicken? Hottie. Yeah. I saw her last week, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Where? Uh, man, at the Job Connect in Henderson, I actually saw her, man. And it was like, is that Hottie? And I walked past and I saw her, and then I saw her again. I'm like, that's definitely her. <laughs> and I asked the security guard there, and I'm just like, yo, because I, I was like, how old are you? He said 26. I was like, you ever watch Flavor of Love? He's like, yeah, that's old girl, ain't it? I said, that's fucking right. That is her. Like, that's crazy, though. And he's waiting for somebody else to confirm it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, man. I used to watch that shit, man. I don't really get into too many reality shows now, man. Nah, it's yeah. like, you know, the Blank Geek and. It's not like reality it. shows anymore, bro. It's all, it's all scripted. Maybe it was scripted before. We just didn't know. But yeah. you can definitely tell now. But, so. like, I thought the real world was, like, real. You know, remember when David was on there and got kicked off and shit? Yeah. I used to think that shit was real, too. I used to think that shit was real. But, like, now it's just, like, poor representations of black women, personally. That's what I think. Man, but that's media in general. Yeah. Media in general represents the black community in a fucked up way. Like, we don't control this shit. Yeah. We're drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Or athletes. Right? There's no like other than the Huxtables. But that got his own fucking asterisk next to it now. Yeah. <laughs> There's no representation of, you know, like a black family or, you know, black people doing great things. Not even great things, like decent having a decent living legitimately in media at all. That's why I like blackish so much. I watch blackish every like week, blackish, man. man. I watch it every week, man. It's it's incredible because they find a way to touch on every type of topic, man. No matter like natural hair, if they're talking about uh, uh, fucking Halloween, and yeah, uh, they talked about the feminist movement. They had an episode I almost cried on. It was uh, 
about uh they thought Bo had a miscarriage and shit. That mm-hmm. that was a real episode because I mean miscarriages happen and like yeah. it affects a lot of people. So I I why don't you watch it? Why don't you like it? I so mean, I it's kind of corny. Corny, yeah. corny. I can see that. Yeah, it's kind of like watching. Uh, but I like but, Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross. So. Yeah, I mean I, I like them individually, but it's just kind of like. Eh. But I see what you're saying because every episode was like it had its like its own thing. Yeah, right. And it, it wasn't ever. Oh, this is trivial or some shit like yeah. that. Or it's like, oh, you know, we're trying to hide something from mom. Like, it was always some real shit. Yeah. Um, but it was, it just, it just kind of never, it never, like, really ensnared me. I think because they, I don't know. I don't know if I'm on, like, a black drama TV series, but something about blackish, I just couldn't, like, sit down and make sure I watched it. Yeah. I think my kids like it, too, so that kind of helps. Oh, yeah, yeah, it definitely helps. Because you kind of have to watch it. And said the Entertainer got a pretty good show. The mm-hmm. Neighborhood. Oh, I haven't watched that yeah. at all. It's, 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 it's corny as shit, but it yeah. kind of puts me in the mind of that old, that TGIF back when uh, uh, Friday Night TV used to come on, Boy Meets World, Family Matters, and yeah. all that shit, so kind of nostalgic, but, and yeah. I love said Entertainer, so. Yeah, I mean. Black TV is just. We are not represented well on TV, man. I used to miss the Carmichael show, man. That shit was very That was my man. shit. Gerard Carmichael was brilliant. I don't know what I can't say. I can't say like in the middle of the third season, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was that my shit. shit was great. Man. I loved it. Little real. Yeah, yeah, and he's funny. He's funny. I mean, I, I don't know why I got canceled. His show wasn't great. I'm gonna keep it real. It's the one with Sinbad. His comedy. No, yeah, Sinbad. Sinbad was his dad. On yeah, the show. that shit was terrible. Yeah, that shit wasn't good. That shit was horrible. And I love Lil Rel, man. Saying it's not good is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> I tried to watch it. Like, I tried to get through. I was like, whoop, this bad. Yeah, this shit was real no, bad. The comedy rapper show, man. Like from the first episode, I was like, oh, this shit's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then. You know, I watch it on the fire stick every now and again when my wife ain't around. Oh, <laughs> they don't like it. <laughs> I do like it, but you just watch it so. Like, we don't like it then. <laughs> exactly. But we need some better black TV, though. I guess. I yeah, know. I don't think this shit gonna happen, man. Cause like I said, we not in control of things. Hey, fucked up. BET ain't got no great program. I haven't watched BET <laughs> I think in a decade. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I turned it. I don't know channel this anymore. I think I watched the show with uh Lauren London. I think it was called Games People Play. No idea. With Lauren London and it was kind of like a drama series, but it was good. They got I heard they got a uh, renewed for a second season, but yeah. it was it was worth a watch, man. Yeah. Kind of soap opery. Yeah. Is it really worth a watch? I'd watch the second season. Would you watch the first season again? What for? Like <laughs> I know what's going to happen. You still watch Carmack for sure. This is true. That's comedy. I'm gonna laugh. I go back and watch like episodes from like. The first season of Power all the time. Like, damn, this was a great show. Did you, yeah. you thought Power was a great show? <laughs> Talking about the first season. No. <laughs> Did you finish it, it? It got yeah, I finished it, man. It was... You seem disappointed. I was. I really was, man. What? I don't know, man. The writing and shit was just kinda you could tell they didn't have the same uh Meeting of the minds is like when they first started. Like uh, it changed. I think it it changed. Direction. I think it changed when they started Beijing and Ghost Hair, man. <laughs> <laughs> when they started Beijing and Ghost Hair, man, the shit got worse, man. I get that dial, my man, here, man. Let me get back to being a killer. Man. I ain't like the way the series ended, man. But they got like all type of spinoffs coming. I'm not. Yeah, I, I heard about that shit. I don't know if I'm here for it, man. So. You'd have Power Book 2, whatever the fuck it's called. It's like five of them. Yeah, they got all type of spinoffs, yeah. man. Like, what's it called? The Rise of Kanan or something like that. It's hard to... Like some prequel type shit. But it's hard to continue when Ghost is dead. Right. It's hard to continue. You shouldn't have killed him if you wanted to fucking do other shit. You know, it's hard to kill the main guy. It's like Sopranos happened after Tony Soprano was dead. Like, that's the... 
That's the end of the series. Series is over. Yeah. He's been dead. Man, he was dead the whole last season, right? But it was still, like, I think the writing in the last season was better than, like, the majority of the other ones. But the whole thing of the last season was who shot Ghost. So Ghost is still the main star. Yeah. Now you're trying to find out what happened with Ghost. Like, he was alive, like, the first nine and a half episodes. And then, like, the last five and a half, they was trying to figure out. I think they wasted those episodes. See, I think those was dope as shit. Nah, they, they wasted. Like, they kept retelling the story from everybody's point of view. Yeah. Crash. Like we didn't need like that pause episode. Like that was like, trash. Like we didn't really give a fuck about pause. Yeah, I think yeah, that was trash for me too, man. I think that was a dedication to Angela. Yeah, I Honestly. mean they could have split that shit. They could have gave. <laughs> Who the fuck like, gave a shit about pause? <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't know her name before that. Shit. <laughs> give a fuck about pause, man. Get the fuck out of here. She was just I don't know. Outside of that though, man, the one with Dre, I think that was my favorite one. That was a pretty good one. I um, like Tommy's. Tommy's was dope. I mean, they all were dope except that pause shit. But that the writing, man, the way they did it, man, it was the um, you know, when they, you know, rappers like rap out of like a different perspective, so you get like different you know thoughts or whatever. I think they did that shit well. Lupe Fiasco, the instrumental. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wale when he did the, the gun shit. No, I like it, man. Power is dope, man. I'm gonna watch it. You watch Power Book too? I might give it a chance, bro. I couldn't. I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. I tried. I tried so many times to watch Power. I tried so many times to like Power. I just could not, bro. It was just a chance, man. Yeah, I got to the fucking middle of the second season. That ain't enough. Yeah, you got to. That sounds like some real fan shit. Man, you only gave 15 episodes. You got to at least get to the last season. You know what fucked it up for me, though? I could deal with Ghost. I could deal with Angela. I could deal with Tasha and all that. I could not fucking deal with Tommy. I hated Tommy. Every time Tommy's on screen, I was like, this is terrible. This dude is horrible. Tommy's dope. He's a bad actor, and like his character is a stereotype. Like one hundred percent, it was just terrible. It was I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. It seems too corny to me, man. I was like, I can't do this shit. He was corny, man. But the series was dope. Well, series can't be dope. That's one of the main characters. He corny shit. I think Ghost carried it, and like I think what most people identify with was you know them wanting Ghost to win. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted. You know, I wanted Ghost to win every time. And I think what made Ghost so dope is he was always. You know, what I'm saying three steps ahead of everybody. He was three steps ahead of Lobos, three steps ahead of Stern. Three. Oh, you probably don't even know who he's. I don't know who Lobos Stern is. Three steps ahead of Milan. Like he was just so fucking crafty, and you know he throw on you know his his, his little murder fit. You know, get out here and that was a little weird. Thing. <laughs> make some shit happen though. Like I think that's what it was though. But in all reality, man, Ghost was a bad motherfucker. In both senses of the word. Like, yeah. he was bad. Like, that's a bad motherfucker right there. And he also was like a horrible motherfucker. Yeah, like, you're a bad person. <laughs> you're a bad person, Ghost. <laughs> Who's your favorite uh, character on the series? Uh, if it's Ghost, outside of Ghost. Outside of Ghost? I'm saying, it sounds like it's going to be Ghost. Uh, shit. Better not be Tommy. Uh, nah, because Tommy was a hoe, man. I don't like that. Tommy tried to kill Ghost like several times. I hate it, Tariq. Um, Nobody likes Tariq. Who likes dope shit? Who likes Tariq? Yeah. I hate Tariq. Man, fuck Tariq. I hate Tariq. I only, I only saw Tariq for one season. Tariq <laughs> <laughs> was a bitch. whiny ass best, bastard. Tariq's the best actor on man, the show. He was too, he was too whiny for me, man. No, at the beginning, yeah, he was. was so like, they started they the the later on. Later on in the series, yeah. they fucking. They oh, started. my favorite character. I like, I like Julio. Julio was gangster. I liked Julio. Julio. He's the motherfucker that had the 718 tattooed on his neck. He was like Ghost Henchman. Oh, like, he man. was like Ghost top soldier out there in the field. Like, so he was the one he called on when he needed to handle it. Like, call Jay, let Jay handle it. And he got killed probably like season three. Yeah, who killed him? Was 
Tom? Nah, nah. He got caught up in some shit in like a warehouse. I don't yeah, remember yeah. who killed him, but who was, was the fight? Nah. Yeah, yeah, it was a fight. He got like shit, yeah. he got his motherfucking Achilles cut and shit. Yeah, he yeah, fought yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Like he went out like a G. Julio yeah. was that man. But yeah, he's probably Achilles? my favorite. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Nah. Maybe you, you, get you didn't get there, sir. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Be on the lookout, dude. Don't get attached to Julio. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Don't get attached to Julio, goddammit. Yeah, yeah. I I always had this thing like I think black folks in media have never we've never been I think properly represented. It's a weird thing. Yeah, so we don't control sure. it, you know. So I mean, we have our we have our moments. You know, they like to highlight who they like to highlight, but overall, man, it's just like we all know who controls the media. So who's that? The man. <laughs> the man them controls the media. Them and they. Yeah, them and they. They control it. So, I mean, like, you know, they going to make the perception how they want to make it, but that's why it's up to us. Why, why do you think it all stems from that, though, man? Like, because, I mean, I was listening to, like, Joe Rogan podcast and all that shit, and, yeah. you know, we talked about before uh-huh. the Daryl Davis thing where he it was this black guy. He was obviously black, like, blue-black, and he was able to convert you know, clan members over, mm-hmm. you know, from being racist to not racist. <laughs> so is it really like the media or them helping us back? Or is it, you know, shit that we like? Because we talk about power. Power is, you know, super popular in the black community. Mm-hmm. You know, people ain't talking about blackish like that. Then when somebody, oh, y'all seen the last episode of Blackish? That's not a thing. Somebody asked me that last week. Though. Oh, for real? Who was yeah. that? You I know that's, no, no. But it's an anomaly. Though. I get what you said, yeah. but I just had to, yeah, I mean, shit. It's just, it's we like, like drama. Yeah, but it's always like, I don't know, it's saying we like the bad shit. Like, we talk about like Boys of the Hood, Men's Society. Those weren't good moves for black folks or black community. No. Like, that shit was terrible. It was. Like, true, they showed you what happened in the hood and things of that nature. True. Kind of glorified it. Yeah, but exactly, it was glorified, right? Like, no one left Men's Society's thinking like I don't want to be a drug dealer ever like not one person I mean if you were smart you were like you see what happened to Kane like, like, nah I'm just gonna stay in the house <laughs> I'm not gonna save the little porch. <laughs> you know it was just like it's, it, I, I don't know man I don't know if it's them or they or if it's more so us and what we put our money behind we don't, don't control shit though fam like think about this we don't even own hip hop what you mean like They'll give us like they'll let us do our own record labels or whatever, but mm-hmm. they control they. We don't, yeah, you gotta say they. We don't control distribution. That's true. You can you can now you do now you can before finally now, but before you yeah. we didn't control distribution, so it's just like what gets like working radio. Okay, right. So like you think about what you hear on the radio. Like I, I work for a different kind of station, so take my radio station out of the equation and you look at the other popular radio stations in the city that play black music like you're gonna get you're not gonna get much uplifting black community music yeah right yeah you're just gonna get the you know the the happy-go-lucky dance fucking Migos and Drake type shit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and that shit not saying that shit bad but it ain't really uplifting our community not in the least bit so you know what I'm saying like but we don't control that shit. We don't control what gets out to the masses, so to speak. Like, granted, like, you talking about Slaughterhouse earlier. Like, not Slaughterhouse wasn't some empowering, you know, uplifting the community type group. But just using them as, as an example, they're not popular mainstream-wise because they don't have the machine behind it. Because the machine only going to push what they want to push. Yeah. Like, like Drake, he, he's 
got the machine, quote unquote, behind him, right? But he don't really like he don't be tackling social issues and shit. True. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Kendrick Mar Kendrick Lamar is like special. Because he met me yesterday. <laughs> no, but seriously, he's special. He's special, but I don't think he has the machine behind him. Everything no, he I got, everything he got, he got just from his hard work and his skill and his talent, and he's special. But like, he's not. He's not on that same platform as Drake. No, and I don't think he wants to be. Like, you know, you follow you follow Kendrick Lamar on Instagram. Yeah. No, 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 no. Thank you. He, he said, said no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I fuck with Top Dog, though. I fuck with the group. So, like, yeah, like, yeah. He, like he don't want to be out there like that. Like, like, Kendrick Lamar. Instagram? No, he no. don't. Like, yeah. he's just be somewhere ducked off. Like, Kawhi Leonard. Like, he don't uh, have no Instagram. Both like, that breaks. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, like, I just think, like, when. I don't think it'll ever happen, but. If we're not in a position to put our messages out there to the people, like. But uh, at the same time, it's still available, though. Right? Like it's you, available. You can still go get a Running Jewels album or Killer Mike album. Like True. Should say, you know, you can get a Slaughterhouse album. You can put it out now. But you don't see that shit. But it's, it's harder because, like, if Mike gonna get his music out there, he gonna have to push it out there. If Drake wanna get shit out of there, they gonna make sure it's out there. Yeah. So that's just... But if we want more, we can seek it out. Because white... Look, we can say they. We talking about white people, right? Sure. So, <laughs> at the end of the day, they wanna make the money. Yeah. So, if we put our money behind, you know, Whomever, say Nipsey Hussle, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, y'all like them now? Okay, cool. We're going to push all this. I don't, I don't think they necessarily care. I don't think it's necessarily now they want to hold us down or you know prevent us from doing things because I think we do a good enough job of that ourselves. No. Um, so I, I don't think it's like they're trying to use media to to suppress the black community anymore. I think they, I think they try to um, you know monetize the black community for sure. Right? They want... They love the culture, but they don't want to speak up for any of the fucking. You they know, want our rhythm, but not our blues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Was it, who, who was it? Uh, Paul Mooney. Everyone yeah. be nigga, nobody want to be nigga. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, same shit, right? But I, I, I don't think necessarily they're trying to, you know, actively trying to hold us down. I don't think that's it anymore. There's a fear of a black uprising. Yeah, and there sure. always have been. Really? That's why. Yeah. That's why. Why do you think they infiltrated the Panthers and not the Klan? Well, because they're probably members of the Klan. That's exactly, why. but they they actually fear a black uprising, like you know, uh, Mark. Every like even before Marcus Garvey, like they fear they. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm so cognizant of the word they now, but <laughs> but was Marcus Marcus Garvey like promoting an uh, uprising? He's promoting like we need to get the fuck up out of here. Yeah, but like it's funny because they they'll tell us in a minute like go back to Africa. Or they they want to bring separation and everything, but. That's gonna cripple them. Oh, for sure. Because we're consumers. Hell yeah. And black folks ain't nothing else. We are consumers and we keep the economy going. So it's just like they they want us here, but they don't want us here. It's just like Are you a segregation fan? Yeah, sure. Why not? Wow. (laughs) Try it out. Try it out. I'm nervous about it, man. Why do you think it's a good idea? I mean, think about when when we were segregated. We had our own shit. Yeah. We had our own butchers. We had our own Bus tailors. Stations. We had our own schools. Yeah. We had everything. But we wanted to spend our money with them. But you still have the same thing, though. Right? You can still go to the black butcher shop. Where is that? Where? Exactly. Where the black dry cleaners. Like. Exactly. But I'm saying, it's we can still do that. Like, I would, I would do it. 
Shit, if there was a, a fucking black drag queen or some shit like that, boom, let me go see it. Like you said, but you want to see Bad Boys for Life because it's for the culture. I did the same thing. Bro, when Jordan Peele comes out with a movie, I'm going to go pay to see it. I wasn't the biggest fan of uh, Us, but if he come out with another movie, I'll make sure I go pay and see it because if we don't, we don't, get an op- we, don't, we don't have the opportunity again. True. You know, but I, we still have the opportunity to do it. We just don't do it. Well, I think we just beg, basically beg white people to spend our money with them. That's all. Second, the only thing that got integrated was the black dollars. But but here, even, yeah, even hip hop, man. Like even if you look at the hip hop, look what is it? Like the fashion of hip hop. Black what people it, don't it, own none of that shit. What you mean? Like they the own clothes, none of the it. clothing that people wear to like to give that hip hop look. Whether it's oh. designer, whether it's baggy pants, whether yeah. it's Jordan. No, they don't own any. They, don't own they always profit off our creativity. Like and the they, dances on Fortnite and yeah. all that shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the, so they'll put like a Virgil Abloh as a career director. Adidas will hire Kanye West, right? But you, you won't have your own shit, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's fair. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. And it's it's weird because I'm in this weird space, right? Where I want to support, you know, Virgil, but at the same time, I was like, I, I'm, but I'm, this is Louis. This isn't Virgil shit. Like, this isn't off white. Like this is something he came up with. This is he stopped doing off white to do this shit. You know, I'm mm-hmm. saying thing with Kanye. You know, I always try to support black businesses and black entrepreneurs, shit like that, because you have to. Otherwise, yeah. chicken will die. Yeah. But it's, it's it puts me in a weird position when you have these these big ones because it's like, all right, if I go buy some Yeezys, I'm buying this with Adidas. There's an Adidas logo on it. They just put Kanye's name on it. You know. I think those entertainers, man, when they get in that position, they have like an obligation to release their their contract, like the cuts, all that type of shit, to see if we're really if we buy your shoes, if we really oh, how much is going to the you? culture, mm-hmm. or are we supporting somebody else. Rather than, you know, just put their name on it and whoever get it, they get it. Like, we need to know. Then but, we might support it more. Uh, uh, my point is, I think, all right, kind of release some shit, virtual release some shit, and then you have a, a large spike in sales with them, mm-hmm. then maybe they can branch off to their own shit. The True. weird thing with Virgil, like, he did his own shit before and then left to do the, the Louis shit, which is, like, I guess one of the... Whenever you get on these ma- these massive fashion houses, it's like a coveted position. Yeah. So I get why he didn't turn it down. Yeah. But I'm still a little disappointed. It's like, well, shit, not the money that I... Wanted to go to you. Part of that shit's going to these, you know, LVMH. But imagine if he released a statement saying seventy five percent of sales went to him. Instead I'd be more inclined to do it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Instead yeah. of what you think, like ten percent. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. I wonder how that worked though. Like we won't know the contract. Why? Like, is it per unit or is it just like a run? You do a term, you get X amount of dollars per term. Like that'd be interesting to see. Man. I think this community we need to spend our money wiser. You know, yeah. like like you said, we consume the integrated was the dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they tell us, oh, if you have this, that means you you've made it, right? If you have, you wear these clothes, you drive these cars, that means you made it. Meanwhile, yeah. black people didn't make any of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The illusion of. <laughs> Like, like, look, I made it. I'm driving this white man's car and wearing these yeah. white man's clothes, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I think Dave Chappelle, man, like he exposed the illusion of like just having somebody as the front of your company because he said, "Well, he was like, I work with Coke and Pepsi. Like, whichever one's paying me at the time tastes yeah. better." Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So it's like if, even if you put somebody in front of your company, your brand, or whatever, still like, man, just give us the information, man, so we really know if you're really rocking right. it or if you're just an employee. Yes. Go, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you know some fucked up shit. I know black people who won't support other black people because they think that it's going to be an a inferior product. Oh, really? Yeah, dead ass serious. <laughs> what if it's 60%? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I've heard this, you know, by people that I know and I've known for quite some time. It's like, oh, 
I don't want to go to the, you know a black real estate agent. You know he or she may do a good enough job. I married a black real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. You let them know that's some bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I do. I'm like that's that's crazy. Why would you think that? But it's like a mentality. This person black. It's like a mentality. I think I I kind of want to like circle back to what you said about is it them doing it to us or is it us doing it to us? Okay, and, and and in the regard I'm talking about is like um like. Hip hop. Let's say hip hop because okay. I think we can all agree that hip hop is the most influential music out there. Easily, yeah. easily, right? Easily, yeah. And all our rappers talk about is the Louis, the Gucci, the Prada, the Fendi, the Burberry, all that shit. It's like if we got more rappers to talk about black owned lines and make those lines hot, we'd be so much further along as yeah. far as like um, like what Nas did with Bevel. My yeah. signature fade with the bevel, bevel. blade. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Shit like that. I just thought that like I've seen rappers with their own clothing lines talk about other other clothing lines. <laughs> like this shit just baffles me. Like like Master P, like you got Gucci seats in your car, but you have your own clothing line. Yeah. Because you don't, a, you don't wear the no limit shit. <laughs> it's a status symbol, man. So I just think of like, you know, we get more uh not even just hip hop artists, but more popular people to get behind uh our brands, no matter what it is, like you saw Tracy Ellis Ross and Diddy, they had a post. Yeah, that, was, that shit was dope. You know, she was yeah. she was in the shower with Ciroc. He was in the shower with her. Mm-hmm. Her uh, like what is it, like a hair care product? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought that was the dopest shit on earth. Yeah, even that shit though, was dope. Even yeah. though Diddy's not Ciroc, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We we know what it is. But the idea of you know her supporting his venture and him supporting her shit was just super dope to me. Like I don't know if you know it, but I started. Me and my uh my boy Derek, my coworker, we started the black owned directory. We just trying to connect consumers with oh, black owned. That. No, yeah, yeah, we just trying to c- connect consumers with black owned products and services. That's dope. I, I seen that. I follow black owned directory. So it's just like all we want to do is connect people with stuff. So it's like you know how that started. I was looking for black owned dry cleaners. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. like I want to put money looking, back in the community. Yeah, yeah. that's all I want to do. So like. We try to do uh, make every Friday Black Friday. So we just like whatever black owned businesses you support, just hashtag it. When you post it, make every Friday Black Friday. Like that's dope. Just trying to connect consumers with black owned businesses, no matter where you are. You know, we post. You know, what I'm saying I just tell people like, "Yo, you went to where? Oh man, send me some photos or whatever." And I I post it. And I say, you know, Mr. Westbrook went here and he got this and. You know, make every Friday Black Friday is the hashtag. So I mean, it's like I'm I'm all about circulating Black dollars. No, I agree with you 100. percent Because the only way we gonna come up, the only, man, you let me tell you something. White America only respect two things: the loss of finances and the loss of lives. And we're not ready to go to war with guns, so you know we're gonna have to hit them where it hurt. True. <laughs> no, they pocketbooks. And yeah. they pocketbooks. Yeah. That's how the you know the. Sorry. Uh, adjusting and addressing shit. Like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> like the bus boycott. That shit. That shit was long and drawn out, but it works. So, do you think we're just not? Is it we're weak as a people, or we just aren't aware? I think it's neither. I think we're not united. Okay. I think that's the biggest thing. But you, did you need to be united to be yeah, like? You do. all right? I, I need to go. Let me. Let me. You know, try to put some money back in the community. When you, I, I'm not. I don't go to like NCAA P meetings every yeah. Saturday. But, every I still, but I still want to like <laughs> every Thursday. <laughs> but I still want to like. All right, you know, let me see if I put some money back in the community. Whenever, anytime I do some shit, right? Right. Whether it's getting a fucking haircut, go get my car washed, or buying a car, buying a house. Like, yo, who can I give this money to? Someone that I know, someone in the community, or some shit. 
But I, I think a lot of us don't do Who that. Who you tell? Who'd you, you tell? Like, like when you gave money back or whatever, did you release that information? No, not particularly. Not? I don't feel like I should have to. Why not? When, the, I, when I go to Target, I don't tell people I went to Target. But well, I, I mean, think, that might inspire somebody to give back $100, $1,000. I think people saying, like, I think it's a part of the system, man, when they say, like, oh, man, if you really want to give back, you don't let people know it, whatever. You just do it out of your heart. You don't got to, like, make it public or whatever. But yeah. I think that inspires a lot of people. If I know everybody around me is giving $100, mm. I'm going to give $100. But if nobody releases that information, they just give it off the, you know, the strength or whatever. You just, just want to know. Just get off the love. Yeah, people don't know. So people Beach. like me part of the problems, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I get that. I definitely know. Uh, blast or, or ask people. I was kind of looking at my own, you know, and that's why I started following the black owned director. I know you you were a part of that. I was like, hey, this is this is dope. You know, see, you know, see if something I can do. You know, like you put me on like the the cupcake joint yeah. and all that. Um, so I was like, okay, it's no dope. We get some cupcakes. I'm gonna go here. Yeah, you yeah. know, type shit. This this kind of you know, like you said, circulate dogs in, inside the community. Um, but I, I don't know if anyone else is really doing that. Like it doesn't seem that way. You know. Because like, when I ask people, I'm like, yo, you know, you know anybody? And I usually get the shoulder shrug. Or like, I go here. Like, okay, well, that's not what I was looking for, but sure. You think it's great? All right, let me try it. Yeah, it's tough, man. I was for, <laughs> recently, I was looking for a black optometrist, man. I couldn't find one. Mm-hmm. My optometrist is Asian. Yeah. <laughs> y'all ever, y'all, <laughs> yeah, it's funny, like, because I know we're coming up on, like, election season and shit, though. It's just like, you see that they be, you know, pandering for the black votes and shit. Yeah, fuck you know that. what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Do you ever, y'all ever thought about nobody cares about the Asian vote? No. Nah. You know why? Why? Because it don't fucking matter who's in office. They're going to do what the fuck they want to do. That's fair. They're going to do what they do. Just like I was talking to Ken Evans. Y'all, y'all know yeah, Ken Evans. Okay. Yeah. So I was, just, man, we had, uh, we had a great ass discussion watching the NBA finals at the PTs one time. And we was just talking about, I'm like, why isn't there a little Africa here? Like, you got you got the Korea town, you got mm. Chinatown or whatever. Like, why isn't there a little Africa? And we had like a nice long discussion and shit, and just like, and he told me to do some research and everything, and like, I was just like, why don't we have that? Like, we need that. Like, every yeah. every every city you go to has a Chinatown, and nobody ever bothers them. Nobody always say, oh, why are you trying to be separatist? Or nobody yeah, ever asked them any fucking thing, and they don't give a fuck. Like I don't see, I don't see a uh, vote known proposal three signs in fucking Chinatown. <laughs> I don't see Tom Sawyer, Tom Steyer for president. Yeah, I don't see yeah. Andrew Yang for president in Chinatown. They don't, they don't give a fuck because they gonna operate because they they practice group economics and they do what the fuck they do. They don't care what's going on outside. They probably vote. I never see him at the polls. They probably though. vote. They probably vote. You know what I'm saying? They close the little nail shop Damn. to go vote. That's crazy. I never even, about that. even more, man. Why don't like I'm Nigerian, man? So I, I know a little bit about it, man. But why don't we celebrate any like African holidays? All other cultures, man. When they come to the United States, they get you know so a special day. They bring it. They bring their culture and they force it on us. But we get Black History Month. Duh, but you know what it is? That shit was intentional, man. They ripped. They ripped all that shit away from us. Think about it. We came over here. They gave us Christianity. Like, oh, this this your religion now. It's like, wait a minute. I, I was doing this shit back there. <laughs> you know, and then and then look how big like Christianity is in the black community now. Yeah. Like that shit was installed by slave owners. And then you look like the guy, the weird guy, if you do anything against it. Right, no, if you the Kwanzaa guy, they're like, you weird as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so fucked up? Yeah. I think the worst shit about that whole slavery thing is like what we lost. So when they talk Everything. about they talk about reparations. You know, talk about money, but we also need our history repaired and restored if that's even fucking possible. Yeah. Like, I'm carrying around the last name of a motherfucker who owned my family. Yeah. And I think that shit, like, 
Yeah, it's crazy. That shit is so that. horrible, man. One of the Westbrooks in Africa. I saw, I saw, I saw a picture, a photograph of uh, one of my um, one of my ancestors. They called her Mammy Julie, and she was a slave in Oklahoma, right? And she was the product of the slave owner's son having a baby with her mother. So it's just like I really don't have no true sense of identity, like traditions, culture, religion. I don't know what we practice. I don't know what we celebrated. And it's like, that's the type of shit that, that white people would never understand yeah. about the plight of black people. Because you know where you came from, you Kapowski family, you can trace your shit back to wherever the fuck, you know, in London, whatever. Like, But we don't have that luxury. And granted, like a lot of people don't know that there were people that looked like us here in this country long before slavery. Mm-hmm. And I encourage those people to pick up uh, They Came Before Columbus by Dr. Ivan Van Sertima. A great book, you know. But, uh, like, black people been here yeah. long before you pale face fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, man, it's just like, it's, it's, it's such a fucked up situation where it's just like our whole history just like. Basically got a race and they gonna sell it back to you, twenty three and me and <laughs> they gonna trust any of that shit. No, I mean you talking about that. Hell no. Yeah. You doing my DNA? Yeah, nah, so I could be fucking implemented in a bunch of crimes. I'm good. No, nah, fuck it. You know what they gonna do? You know what they gonna do? One of them Rothschilds gonna need a kidney like shit. Randy Westbrook's a match. Let's schedule a car accident for this motherfucker. Fuck shit. Crazy. No fucking way. No, I was giving it away for free. I'm spinning a tube and giving it to somebody? Hell And then the shit is extremely inaccurate. Yeah. You didn't tell me. It gets more accurate the more people they get. It's like, so that means this is terrible. (laughs) So you first 20 motherfuckers. Like, uh, we guessing. But later on down the line, we're going to find your cousin. (laughs) (laughs) 10 years later, yeah, we were wrong. wrong. (laughs) Hey, our bad. (laughs) Fuck, man. That shit crazy, though, man. But, like, I don't think a lot of people really realize it. Like, there are people who look like us who were here long before. Like, if you look in, in Mexico, the Olmecs and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? This is like, we were all in the Americas, up and down, you know, like yeah, South yeah, America. Yeah. Like, we were all over here, and it's just like... It's a good-ass game. And uh, it, it's funny, because I tell... game plan. <laughs> it's funny, because I tell my kids every year before uh, Columbus Day, I was like, you tell that teacher that Columbus never stepped foot on U.S. soil, all right? You tell them that. You tell that motherfucker Columbus was a terrorist. You tell him that. He was a terrorist. <laughs> like, that motherfucker never even stepped foot on United States soil. This motherfucker got over here. He saw how nice the people were. He wrote back to his brother, like, man, this ain't going to be no problem conquering these motherfuckers. Like, super weenie. Like, y'all look at his journal, though. He was just like, like, he played Portugal against Spain and Spain against Portugal to get what he needed to get over here. So it was just like, that's a good ass book. I don't know if y'all ever read it, but it's a great ass book. They came before Kevin Columbus. Rose, I, haven't, I haven't heard of it. That shit is fucking. But it talk about how black people been traveling from Africa over to the Americas centuries ago. Yeah. Centuries ago. Yeah. That shit is crazy. It's a good book though, man. I encourage y'all to read it. Yeah. Yeah. On the lighter note, where the hoes at? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sitting here thinking it's like it's. I don't know, man. It's it's fucked up. Like you say, like the history and all that, you'll never get back. Never, man. Like you keeping records. As far as I know, all my family from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And before before Thanksgiving, like I met my grandmother's uh, youngest sister and last surviving sibling. 
So I sat down and I talked to her for so long, and I'm typing notes in my iPhone and shit, and that's what she talking about, Mammy Julie. And then she gave me a a, a copy of the uh, 1870 census from the county that we're from in Kentucky. 1870. Yep, you got a census. Um, so like uh, I think it was probably her great great granddad. He was like six years old, and they showed like it's a handwritten census, bro. This shit is crazy. Like he was six yeah, years here. old. <laughs> it was six years old, so it was like crazy to see that shit. It's just like because I don't trust that 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 ancestry shit. Like uh, nah, I, I went to the source, man. I had got as much information as I could last time I met with my dad's mom in Saginaw. So I, I asked her all I could ask her. She remembered what she could remember and told me, and so I was just trying to like piece together as much as I could so you know at least my kids I have something to try to trace back if I don't trace it all back but yeah. I'm, I'm working on trying to find out where the fuck we came from that shit hard man yeah that shit hard all of a sudden you come over here you get a new name right new language new, new religion new everything <laughs> you know it's like shit crazy and eventually they have kids who don't speak the old language yeah. they can't communicate you know shit even if they could the answers aren't here you know the great the grandfathers and all that shit you know it's it's all it's super super fucked up. Yes, and you know the wildest thing is when people are like, "Y'all need to get over that shit." It's like how? How the fuck? Get how over that shit? How? <laughs> like what the fuck you mean? How? Like how am I gonna get over? I can't get past my granddaddy. I don't know who's after that. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's fucking crazy. I seen I seen one of the elders say only five percent of the slaves in America came from Africa. Damn, five percent. Yeah. And I mean, you think about it though, like that voyage was long. Yeah, a lot of people died. A lot of people died. A lot of people, died. Lot of people jumped. Mm-hmm. I don't know how true this was, but I heard like sharks used to follow the slave ship. I heard that shit too. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how shit. true that yeah, was. Yeah. That shit sounded a little far fetched, but yeah. who knows, man? But like, like five percent though. I mean, because it was a lot of us here. I mean, if you think about it, the way they had them stacked, I imagine people would die pretty regularly. So you just kind of talk them overboard. <laughs> Yeah, that shit crazy. But I don't know how they would know that sharks would follow it. And then those, that, like the journey, like months, you think of like three months it'll take from, to get over here. Yeah. But like, um, damn, I be reading and researching so much shit. That was like, it's a current, it's a current off the uh, west coast of Africa where you can get, like, you don't even have to row. If you get in this current, it's just going to carry you over here to the Americas. Damn, for real? Yeah. It's a, it's a real deal current that'll bring you all the way here without even rowing. So it's just like... They found a ship. It was like in 1974. They actually found a ship, I think, down near Mexico that they uh, believe that was what Africans were using to come back and forth from Africa to the Americas long before slavery. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's crazy. good. Yeah. Take it. It's some incredible people, man. Incredible people, man. Yeah, it's a weird thing. So, reparations. Is it, is it safe to say you're anti-integration? What do you mean by integration? Well, as far as like, okay, separate but equal, then that shit sucks. So let's get everybody on the same page. No, you can't do that. No? Get everybody on the same page? Well, that was a theory behind integration. Because separate equal wasn't fucking equal. That was segregation. Yeah, that's they called it separate but equal. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't, think, I don't even think you can do that, man. I don't believe that's a concept you can even bring to fruition. How could you regulate it? Yeah, you couldn't. That's why I'm a fan of like getting everybody together. You know, you say only they integrated was the dollars, but I'm, a, I'm I was a fan of like, all right, we we need like a rule for everybody. Like, you can't have this white people over here, black people over here type shit. I just wasn't a fan of that. Like, I, then we gotta catch up. We gotta play catch up. I think everybody yes, should. I think everybody should go where they want to go. Um, so you have the ability to like, all right, I want to go over here. I want to go over here. You know, if yeah. I want to use this water fountain, I can. 
if I don't, I don't have to. Yeah. Mm. I, I respect that. Like, that was the whole thing, though. Like, you know, segregation was some bullshit, but I think black people, it was... It was good for black people. Like I said, we had our own shit, you know, our own businesses, you know, our own communities. But I think it was fucked up that, you know, like we'd go to an establishment spending our money just like they was. And we couldn't use the same amenities like in movie theaters. We yeah. couldn't. We had to go sit up in the balcony and shit like that. So I get that part. But like shit, like <laughs> I know my homeboy, Jason, white ice is colder. Sister Ali always used to say white ice is colder. Like we We couldn't wait to spend our money with them. Because white ice is colder. Like, I got my boy Jason. Mm-hmm. His dad and his uncle both owned their own gas stations in Detroit. Okay. They sold their gas stations to go work in the plant. Oh, shit. And you know how the plants is back yeah. in Michigan. That's, you know, Chrysler, you know, mm-hmm. General Motors and all that shit. So, you basically gave up being a boss to be an employee. Yeah. <laughs> that shit crazy. Why they sell? Why they sell? Oh, so this was like, I think this was probably like back in the... 70s, he said. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, tunnel vision. But, like, you can't pass down your job to your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about to retire, but uh, Junior, he don't take my spot. <laughs> nah, man. So, I mean, it's like, I, don't, I just think sometimes we, we think too micro instead oh, of sure. macro. Yeah. So we don't see that's, that's, that's a survival thing, though, man. You know, it's just kind of like, all right, I got to make sure, I, you know, we get this. Oh, just put me in a better position. Make sure you can eat tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times, you know, you, you a lot, that's not just a black community, it's everybody. We we sacrifice the future for the now. Do you think there's a difference between being raised on love and raised on survival? Hmm. Difference between being raised on love versus being raised on survival. Yeah, I think so. I, so, I think one is one, but not the other. Huh? You don't I think, think they mutually exclusive? Yeah, no. So you can do both? You can be love and survival? I think survival is love. I don't know if love... Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, being raised in survival, I think it's just by any means necessary. You know? Um, it, you know, that's, there's, there's no real hierarchy there. It's like, whatever I need to do to do this shit. And I think that can be dangerous. You know? And, and, and with certain people. I just can't get over... How slow my man was talking on that one pod. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, why was he talking so goddamn slow? That podcast could have been 45 minutes, man. He was talking so slow. Is he a regular listener? Yeah. Hey, bro, this is how you talk when you're on a podcast, man. You get them words out quick, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Oh, don't worry, I got ADD. <laughs> shot, shot. <laughs> love him, though. I love his perspective, though, man. He has some good shit to say, man. But, I mean, what do you think is the difference between love and survival? I think it's kind of like I've seen it. I partially lived it. You know what I'm saying? Like, my kids don't... My kids don't know what struggle is. Yeah. I'm not no stretch, uh, you know, by no means, like, rich, you know, wealthy, anything like that. But my kids don't want for shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, there was times growing up where I... We struggled, shit. So it was like, you know, survival. My mom did the best she could, you know what I'm saying? But, like, they don't feel like the pressures to be the man. Like, you know, like, when you're growing up under the struggle, like, it it forces you to grow up quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, most inner city kids, like, you can't just be a kid for too long. (laughs) Like, my mom's had my little sister. I was, like, 12 and, like, shit. My mom was a high-risk pregnancy and shit. And like, so I had to, I had to grow up quick. You know what I'm saying? You have to grow up quick. You had to develop survival skills. Like, 
<laughs> you know where I live at. Mm-hmm. I don't trust my son to walk to the gas station. He's 13. Mm-hmm. I just don't trust him and his little brother. His, his little brother's nine. I don't trust him to walk to the gas station, which is like two blocks. And it's crazy because when I was his age, like I was catching the bus everywhere. Hell yeah. I was grown. You know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy because like he don't like we all. <laughs> here's something I always hear people say. I want my kids to have a better life than I had. But what they don't understand is like you turned out fantastic. That struggle well, made you life, that, yeah. that, that, that that struggle made you learn survival skills. It taught you how to hustle. It taught you so many different things. So if you skip all that for your children, like they're not gonna have the same like instincts that you have. Yeah. Like I'm thorough in any borough. Like I feel great in horrible neighborhoods, but walking to your crib just now I felt unsafe because <laughs> here I am with a hoodie on and it's night and like and I'm walking around in this nice ass neighborhood and I just felt unsafe. I'd have rather been, you know, amongst some crackheads and gang members. <laughs> I can talk my way out of that shit. I can't talk my way out of getting shot by neighborhood security or neighborhood yeah. watchmen. You know what I'm saying? So like, like the struggle was beautiful. Like, what was that Talib? Beautiful struggle. Beautiful struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah That was certain certain things that I learned growing up. You know what I'm saying? I probably shouldn't have saw it cause me to grow up too quick, but I like the way it shaped me. Like, I I think I can survive in any setting. Corporate boardroom or trap house, you know. Yeah, I mean, you, you raise an interesting point because I get frustrated if my, I, I feel like my son's, uh, I guess, perceived lack of maturity. I'm like, oh, you should be better than this. Mine too. You know, but it's like, oh, wait, 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 like you said, he wasn't forced to grow up like I was forced to grow. Up. I saw a dead body. I was fucking eight. You know, it's just like shit like that, you know, it was just, and you know, I'm walking, when I walk to school, fucking dudes at the, the, the crack house would shoot, well, they would throw body caps at me, you know, just like little shit like that would kind of, kind of force me to grow up. And I think I have these unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. He doesn't have any of that shit, right? Like you said, nice ass neighborhood, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want for shit. It, whatever video game console, all that shit, he gets, it, he gets, it, he gets, it, he gets, it, he gets, he gets it, you know. And I think, I think, I think I do a disservice by being upset at him because he's not, you know, more mature than what he is. Because hey, why the fuck would he? Why, why would he need to be? So this is what we need to do, man. We need to round up our kids um, around eleven thirty at night, drop them off on D Street, <laughs> <laughs> find your way home. <laughs> we can monitor the situation. Drive around a couple blocks and just kind of camp out, watch, see what they doing and shit. Something like that. Hey, I swear to God, I used to do that shit to my son like in the grocery store. We'd be in Target or somewhere, mm-hmm. and I'd be walking. He'd get stuck looking at some shit. I'd just go somewhere and hide and just watch his ass. See how he did. And then wait for him to panic, and then be like, all right, all right, here I go, here I go. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a bad dad or, you know. No, no. I mean, my son would just kind of walk around until he found me. Yeah, you know, because I just do that shit too. Like, oh, let's see what he does. See yeah, I just try to see what he do. Like, <laughs> see how he operate when he don't know what to do. Yeah, but this is—I mean, it's, I don't know. It's kind of fucked up. I guess coming from like different backgrounds, man. You know. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I didn't realize how much it shaped me and like how and much it prepared me to be an adult. Um, because I'm sitting there like, why the fuck aren't you doing you know X, Y, and Z? It was like. <laughs> it's not my reality, man. <laughs> well, you don't understand. I, you know, you, yeah, you, you haven't gotten there yet. You didn't put your big boy pants on yet. I grew up poor and didn't realize. 
I oh, didn't know. Shit. I, I, know. I didn't know I, I was poor. I didn't know I was poor until I got a job. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I can go to the movies? Like, this movie's cheap. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize I was poor until I went to, like, that school for the academically gifted and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, like, in elementary school, you know, I tested to get in this one school. So, I started going to school on the opposite, top, opposite side of town. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, shit. I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> they got a lot of shit down. Nice Mercedes uh, no wagon. Oh, Mama come drop me off in that Grand Am and shit. Like, oh, you had a Grand Am too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a red Grand Am. That I was red too. <laughs> my motherfucker. We got carjacked. But my granddaddy coming to pick me up from school. We'll put a uh, pistol in his chest and took the car. You know how desperate you gotta be to carjack a Grand Am? <laughs> You just needed a ride home. You could have said, hey man, scoot over. I'm going to drive myself home. You don't carjack a Grand Am. No, grand, Pontiac Grand Am. Man, I used to love Pontiac, man. I drove a Pontiac out here to Las Vegas from Saginaw, Michigan. Oh, damn. That's how I got out here. Was uh, a Grand Prix. Grand? I'm sorry. It was a Grand, grand Prix. Prix. Yep. A okay. uh, 08 Grand Prix. I drove that bitch across the country. Yeah. I miss man. Pontiac, man. That shit went under. GM, bring back Pontiac, bitch. That shit ain't gonna happen. Dump Buick. <laughs> oh, people have a fit, boy. No, they don't dump Buick. That shit big in China. Hell no, they ain't. Shit, that shit big in damn nursing homes everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old, old people are sponsored by Buick. Them shit's uncomfortable. You ain't been in one. I got one. No, Enclave. I had a Sabre, though. 3800 engine. The 24s on it? That little Sabre was dependable. That 3800. Engine was a bad motherfucker. Yeah, Fifth best engine ever made in the Fifth world. Fifth best engine ever yeah. made. Yeah, I know that ain't shit to brag. <laughs> Probably like a Tesla. Seventeenth <laughs> best engine over here. Fuck. Oh man. Let me ask you. What do y'all think? Because you know we generally pe- preach forgiveness and shit in the black community. What do y'all think about that? Is that like a hindrance to us? Yes. Oh shit. Fuck forgiveness. I'm like Rick Ross. God forgives. I don't. I think that shit get preached upon us to keep us docile and keep a bunch of Nat Turners from rising up around this motherfucker. You think so? You don't want us angry? I mean, I don't think... I think you can not forgive somebody and still be at peace. Yeah, I agree with that. You kind of get over it. Yeah, like, you know, like, I never forgive George Zimmerman. Like, I have sons, right? Like, if you look at my profile photo right now on IG, it's a side-by-side picture of me and my son, and Tracy, and Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was Tracy, I could never forgive somebody who killed my fucking father, no, no my, son, my child. That contention, though, there's no way. Like, honestly, like, as a, as a father, I think you have a fiduciary duty to protect your children. Like, there's no way, like, I would have hunt that man down and killed him myself. Mm. Point blank, period. I said if I ever see George Zimmerman, I'm knocking his ass out. I'm going to knock his ass out. I don't give a fuck. Where are we at? Just on GP? Just on GP. <laughs> that shit hurt my soul, man. And then when he got off, man, that shit hurt. I had to, I was on my way to go do my radio show when they was reading the verdict and shit. So when I got to the radio station, Benzo was like, hey, man, like you know, people feeling a certain kind of way. Get on there. Talk to your people. And, you know, saying, I try to see if you can, like, calm them down or you try to do something, man. Just talk to your people. So I went on there and, you know, he played Fight the Power and shit. And I'm talking and it's just... I'm getting so enraged. I never forgive that motherfucker, man. You can't forgive somebody who killed your child. I don't care what God you pray to, what Bible you read. 
forgiving somebody who killed your child is doing your child a disservice. Like that Botham Jean shit that happened in Texas. Oh, yeah. With his yeah, brother and that. shit. Yeah. That shit was weak as fuck. That was a sign of weakness to me. Was he like, oh, she's not. Hugged her and the judge hugged her and shit. Yeah. I'd have choked the shit out that bitch. Snapped her shit like Van Damme. Took her ass to blood sport. Give me a hug, bitch. I'd have smoked her that bitch. Can I give her a hug? No, man. Oh shit! Yeah, so you're not a forgiveness fan either. It depends on the situation. It depends on who's involved. It depends. Like it's, I don't think it's black and white. You know, like, like now nah, I fuck up a lot, so I want my wife to always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with that kind of forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like murder, or like my child can't come back, or your loved one, or whatever. Like, I can't forgive nobody for that. Yeah. Like, what was the accident? What if it's like a drunk driver? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, because you was drunk. All right, Wolf is like... It's my last beer, too. It's <laughs> my last beer. Wolf is like, oh, shit, I didn't see a red light, and I smashed into him to kill, kill him. What the fuck was you looking at? Text messages? Yeah, I definitely not going to forget. <laughs> Somebody was like, you coming through, bro? You coming through, bro? Got my fucking sister killed? Like, you coming through, bro? Got my sister killed? Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, so I... I nah, I don't... I mean, whether I forgive them or not, they going to go on with their life however it's going to go. Yeah, true. Unless I kill them. Yeah. That's fair. So, they always say, like, forgiveness ain't for them, it's for you. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cause more, no, I can you still let that go, shit go on. I, I can move on with my life without forgiving you. That's just that weak-ass Christianity shit. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to y'all. I don't know what y'all practice, but... No, that's it, fire. It's just, it's, it, to me... Nothing's it's, off limits here, man. It, it, it's weak, man. That's just a cop-out, man. Like, fuck out of here. Like, and if, and if you... Go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go, go for I it. thought you had a rebuttal. No, no, I was just kind of like... No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to interrupt you. Like, I grew up in the church, right? Mm-hmm. So, Baptist church, you know. I was a youth minister. I was a deacon. You know, I was involved in ministry and everything, right? So, like, <laughs> now my views have changed quite drastically since then, right? So, but one thing I always hold on to is uh, it's a scripture, like Romans 8, 37 through 39. And it talks about... No heights, nor depths, no life, nor death, no heaven, nor hell. It basically says nothing, nothing on earth could separate you from the love of Christ Jesus. Okay. So no matter how I feel about whatever, if I don't forgive somebody or if I curse God or whatever, like he's still going to love me according to that scripture. Right. According to that scripture. So. And I was also told, like, once you're saved, quote unquote, saved, you can't unsave yourself no matter what. For real? Yeah. So, this is carte blanche? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I do whatever the fuck I want to do. You learned that in law school. <laughs> I did business law in college, but that shit wasn't on there. That sounded like Latin. <laughs> but, like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, even, like, if I've turned away from my Christian ways or beliefs like you know I'm still a child of God so like based on scripture if that shit true I can't go to hell that's a weird thing right like, it is you have like, these rules but then you get saved you can't worry about those rules you can be good but like you know I, I kind of feel like you know there's a universal karma no matter what you believe in so you know you gotta like you try to be righteous you know you try to live an upright you know I don't even litter. You know what I'm saying? I try to live an yeah, upstanding yeah, yeah. life. But, you know, I mean, it's just like that religion shit is just tricky. We've always had a belief system. 
Well, no, I mean, I, I, here's the thing. I mean, you, you know how I feel about religion. You listen to the show. Yeah. It's a necessary evil, I will say. Because I think if you don't have religion, you have a lot more fucking anarchy supervillains out there. People are like, fuck it. And the nuns after this, I might as well get what I can. So I, I think you need it. Um, it's, def- it's definitely an institution. It's definitely used to control people. But I think it's used smartly to control people. Now, where you get out of control is where you have people who take that shit too far. Like doing this for Allah. Allah, Allah, Allah. Yeah. Letting off shots. Shit, or the Klan. The Klan's a Christian organization, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, you put the fucking Klan and Al-Qaeda, that's the same shit. You got two extremist groups yeah. based on religion. I get it. You know? But they don't want to hear that shit in America. No. Nah. <laughs> you can't. And it, there's nothing more American than apple pie and the Klan. I tell you that shit, bro. Because Klan didn't come from any place else. You didn't come from funny? Europe. Didn't come from Canada. South America. That shit's all America. You know what's funny? Apple pie isn't even American. Oh shit, where's it from? <laughs> I think it's from like uh, the Netherlands or somewhere. Yeah, I have to look it up, but it's not even American though. It stole everything else. Stole everything else. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, you still fucking everything. Hot dogs, like you think American food? Yeah, like hot dogs, hamburgers, exactly. apple pie. Nope. It's like ham- hamburger. <laughs> hamburger. There's a fucking place in Germany called Hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's funny, man. Yeah, religion is tricky though, man. But I always think, you know, we always had a. A belief system, whether it was you know here uh, pre uh, European invasion, um, but we've always had a belief system. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think we need a religion to get there, or uh, I don't think that this modern religion. I don't know. However, you want to connect with God, connect with God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you feel like makes you a better person. But you said like without religion, you think it'll be a lot more. I I use the word anarchy, but mm-hmm. like chaos or whatever. Like, yeah, same thing. Like, so, would you say that people are ruled or governed by fear of yeah. hell? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that's a fuck. I, I it's still, a fucked up. I still think you're a fucked up person if, like, exactly. the only reason you're good is because you fear going to hell. Yeah. I always say atheists who are good people are always more objectively a better person than someone who's religious. Bro, I know so many great atheists and I know so many horrible Christians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, so. Like once I start experiencing life outside of the church and everything, like I, I realize, like man, like there's no matter who you pray to or if you believe or not, I'm gonna judge you about how you act and how you treat people. Yeah, and that's all we really have. Like man, you know, you can say you're a Christian, but I see you do people dirty all the time. That shit don't speak volumes of your character or your religion. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So like, there's hypocrites everywhere. There's Hypocrite atheists, Christians, Muslims, Catholics. Yeah, you're right. Whatever. Jehovah Witness. Like, so, I mean, I just judge people by how they are. Even like, you know, I'm pro-black as shit, but like, I don't treat white people bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing most people don't understand is pro-black doesn't mean you're anti-white. Nah, it doesn't. It's, you know, but I think a lot of people see this. Oh, you, know, you say militant, Black Panther Party, all that shit. Like, you can't... People, when people see that, they think um, immediately you hate white folks, you hate America. Like, no, nah, nah, that's not true. Yeah. You know, what I'm trying to do is support, you know, you know, my history, shit that we came from, what everybody else is doing. Yeah. You know, but it's like black folks do it is a problem. Hey, and me being pro-black got nothing to do with anybody. It's no. about me being pro-black. But like uh, <laughs> one year for Halloween, I, w- I wore to work. Um, I was a Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I had my beret. I had a I had a medallion that had Black Panther Party on it and shit. Oh, I had on all black. I had on black boots. And my coworker, white lady from Washington, she mm-hmm. you know she was like, "Is that good?" You know what I'm saying? Is like, that good? She thought she like she had like a a, a 
a perception about the Black Panthers that just, you know, was she just thought we were kind of like the Black Clan. Yeah, that's what so I was had to, I had to educate her, though, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they had to stop the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. They, they made it a point to, because like I said, they fear a Black uprising. But she didn't know nothing about the clan. I mean, about the uh, Black Panther. Yeah, she just thought we was the Black Clan. Yeah, yeah. They don't teach us shit in school, though. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you no, know, in Texas, they were moving. They were moving slavery from the history books. Wait, what? They removed slavery from the history books. So what did they do? Skip over a whole bunch of shit? Yeah. You think <laughs> it's I think it's horrible. It's a terrible thing. No, you got you got to know. You got to know how fucked up things were. You exactly. have to know. Dude, you can't because here's the thing: you can't remove slavery because the civil rights movement doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> it's like wait what <laughs> like you can't like, it's like you cut out the first half of the story yeah, and I'll pick yeah. it up in the middle exactly I think it's better to remove it or tell a better story of it tell a better story of it I, they can't a more accurate story of it shit how y'all feel about Black History Month I think go ahead go ahead go ahead get in there what do you mean how, how do you feel about it you think it's a hindrance do you think it's helpful you think we should keep doing it I mean, when I say we that's a hindrance us, for sure you think it's a hindrance to, yeah. to, to the black it's community yeah yeah for sure. Okay. How could highlighting black achievements in America be a hindrance? You do it once a year. Because it should be celebrated throughout the year. Not just it should be. It should be. But I think a constant, that's like an all lives matter thing, right? You basically took the all lives matter. That's, that's basically the same thing as all lives matter. I, I think. Know. I think so. I don't know. I, don't I, think, know. So. I think what he's saying is it should be integrated in history. You should tell a better story. It should just be history. It should be. But I think like we concentrating on this month, and we basically concentrating on the advancements that Black people have made in this country. Okay, so it's like saying know? that's just like saying Black Lives Matter. Well, you know, all lives should matter to, to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's I hate why. That shit. That, <laughs> and that's how I feel by by you saying this a hindrance. I'm like, nah, not really. Like we should focus. Like it's cool to focus on one thing at one time. Just like when you go to the gym. <laughs> back day, but yeah, like, you know you had your back day, you, know, you had your leg day, or whatever. Though. You're like, no, I'm gonna work on all my body today. Like you're gonna be a fucked up individual in the morning. You know? <laughs> like you don't work on arms, legs, core, back, delts, shoulders. Oh fuck, eyelashes hurting. I'm, I'm running real hard. I can't, I can't blink. Today. <laughs> so I, I think, I think we just highlight it. We just, we just, you should like me personally. Like I, I love Black History Month. But, you know, I teach my kids about black history all year round. But, like, this month, we're going to make sure the masses know about all the black shit that we're responsible for yeah. here in the United but States. But it's always the same people, though. Yeah, and I, I feel like if you do black it's history, it's like six people. You got to do a white history month. White history month is called U.S. history. White history month is March through January. March through January is white history. And that's what I'm saying. We should get to that point where it's equal. It's not just, all right, we just going to wait white history. They don't have no history. I, I would prefer if it's just integrated exactly. all together. Yeah. I don't. Because like, then if you give somebody a certain amount of time, that automatically means that you're superior. Like, all right, we're going to give you this. But the rest of that shit, nah, you can't have Well, it. we are, quote, unquote, a minority group here in this country. How so. are we a minority, though? Because there's more of them. No, we are a minority. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I was a fact. Like, so I like Jordan. I facts. like white folks. I don't know if that's the case anymore. I like yeah, the is. term global majority because if all across the world you look around, like there's, there's melanated people. Yeah. Like, you know, white people are. And then they're, they're, they're not re- reproducing at a rapid enough rate to sustain. So they're facing genetic annihilation, honestly. And that's like a fact. 
The they're name, they're facing genetic annihilation. The name so, procedures to make sure they can have kids to continue it on, but that's another story for another day. So <laughs> I forgot what we were going with this shit. Black History Month. So like, I mean, like, I think it's cool that we at least take set aside one month to highlight our achievements and our contributions to America. See, I, I'd be cool Black History Month if you couldn't talk about Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks. Um, who else? Who's the big ones? America Harry and Tubman. Like well, no, they don't, but they still talk about it. They still put them, kind of put them up there. But it's like, we hear the same four or five people every year. The you same, know. like, how many times in your uh, Black History class, in the Black History class, during Black History Month, did y'all talk about somebody that you've never heard before? I got a prime fucking example. Uh, in elementary school, we had to pick a, a figure to write write an essay about and kind of do a speech on school. I chose to use uh, Mansa Musa. Okay. So, uh, it was a king in Mali, like the, at the time was like the richest man on earth, right? Mm-hmm. My teacher told me, you should use somebody more popular. You should use somebody, <laughs> you should use somebody that people would know. It's like, what? What's and, this that name? And I'm thinking to myself, like, why the fuck are we doing this? Are we just going to use people we know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not educating anybody. That shit is kind of like, ever since then, like, I think that's what turned on like my, my militant mind and I was just like god damn like are we doing this shit just for show or are we really trying to learn some shit because if just for show. if 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 these people don't know about him they can learn about him if you let me write and do my speech on him yeah then we actually learning about some serious black black leaders and shit but like yeah that shit didn't go the way I wanted it to go uh, I was pissed though that shit kind of hurt me no that makes sense as a child as an elementary child yeah when I was in high school I want to say sophomore I would join the single Betty Club, right? And part of the like, like the, oh, <laughs> part part of it was um, for, for those of you don't know, my show's a Sigma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and part of it was we had to like write a um, like a story on you know on uh, black leaders or you know famous black folks. And one of my friends got Bishop Tutu. I had no idea what the fuck that was mm-hmm. as a sophomore in high school. I had no idea Bishop Tutu was like. Let that shit sink in for a second. Like that's our educational system, right? You get fed the same shit over and over and over again. Like your teacher told you, "Oh, do somebody's more popular." So it's not like an actual let's celebrate, you know, great, you know, people from the black community or black culture. It's not that at all. It's these motherfuckers was loud for a couple of years, so we gave them the shortest month out of the year, and we're gonna talk about the same four or five people that everybody know about already. Like it's it's really not about proliferating the great things that you know people in the black community have done. It's not. You know, when when somebody asks you, well, you know, who invented the light bulb? What did they tell you? Ronnie Latimer. Well, they don't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> right. They don't tell you the moment. They tell you the motherfucker who invented the shell, but not the person who invented the shit that the makes filament, it turn on. The filament. Yeah. yeah. You know, no one knows that. My granddad teach me that. Yeah. You know, it, it's a, it, it, it's all show. That's why I say, fuck it. If, you, if you're going to do that, just fucking get rid of it and just put us in with everybody else. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't want you pandering to me. Like... But you know how I started, though, right? Well, yeah, to my Negro Achievement Week and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 With Carter G. Woodson and shit. Yeah, but he, he chose February because of Frederick Douglass' birthday. But and it started Frederick as Douglas a week. And Abraham Lincoln, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started as you know, it started as a week, and then it expanded. So you know, my hopes is that you know we'll have a Black History le- Year, like leap year, like every leap year is Black History Year. Fuck it. No, and then fuck it. We're gonna do Black History Year. <laughs> Somebody with a mag had like no. Like, right now, <laughs> like how pissed would y'all be if they just canceled it? Like under the under the Trump administration, if he canceled Black History, well, what is it? I'm not gonna lie, I'd be like, 
this is bullshit. Yeah, you know, you're right. 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 <laughs> right. What is it though? Like, like, they can't no, he said he the whole month. No more black history. No more black history. What does that mean? Though? That like, means that's like him getting rid of like no more Martin Luther King holiday. That's it. It's over. You can't do that, man. No, you can't do that. You no. can't do that. But his his holiday is in January. And I'm saying, but like it'd be the equivalent of saying like you know we're done with this. Yeah, we're done. No with more this black history. history. But the thing is, when is Black History Month? That I never understood what it is. When is what is it? What is anything? Everything's made up. Yeah, everything. Everything's made up. Like what is it? That's what I'm saying. Like I don't know, man. What's Hispanic Heritage Month? What's what's Women's Heritage? You know what it is? September. Yeah, but it's like September 15th to like October 14th or something. What? They were the whole. Yeah, it's not like one calendar month. It's it's like 30 days between September and October. That's I just, how you know, learn that shit. Where we fall in the hierarchy. Black, <laughs> black folks still more respect than Hispanics. We see the whole month. We got 29 this year, though. You get 30 undetermined days. We got 29 this year, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it's like a, like, I feel you. Like, okay, cancel it for what? Like, I, I get it, but like, I'd be mad if it got canceled. Same Even though I think it's kind of a bit of a hindrance. What do you guys feel about slave movies? You like those? You I hate slave movies. I'm over. I hate them. I hate them. I understand it. Yeah, I understand it. I just think like I, I don't know. Like why? Why? I Same mean, ones. we got a Stephen Hawkins movie. Can I get a George Washington Carver movie? Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a Benjamin Banneker movie? Can I get yeah. something like Stephen Hawkins? Like, come on, man! Like, we got fucking we got a movie about the first dude who went to the to space. He ain't do shit else of interest. <laughs> but we got a movie about him. The messed up thing is, man, we had that in that tournament, but nobody supported it. No, I fucked with uh, um, Individual Birth of yeah, the Nation. Yeah. And I love the fact they, they took that name from that racist ass movie yeah. and but, redid it. That was, it was a good movie. But that shit bombed. But you know why? It was a good movie. It was Nate Parker. Because they started all that they rape, that rape, rape shit and all yeah. that. Yeah. You know, he was convicted in a court of public opinion. But how does that yeah, stop still, from seeing it? Though. But still, even Birth of the Nation, I saw it. It was still had a bad ending. At the fucking end of the movie to we do the ending. Yeah, 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 but I'm saying it's still a bad. Give me something. Like, why can't I have a fucking uh, uh, two cellular overture movie when it, they had a good no, ending? I don't know. You can't have that. Well, you can't have that, right? Because <laughs> you had a slave uprising and they were successful. Yeah. Like, I, I gotta get the one where the dude walks back in and gets fucking skinned alive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if anybody else had an issue with it, but Black Panther, like the Marvel movie, yeah. Let me think. It was a good movie, but I just think like, damn, for the most part, it was black folks fighting black folks. Just like, yeah. And the white savior came along. That's like, pretty this. much what it was. That's all movies, blindside. All the movies like that, man. It's always a white damn, savior. Man. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. It was a good movie, though. I mean, but the fucked up part about it, the, the most fucked up part about Black Panther is the most militant dude was the villain. Mm-hmm. When he walked in there, it was like, oh, I'm going to take this from you. Like, you know, like, your answer took it from me. And that was the villain. He's the bad guy. Right? <laughs> like, Quote, unquote. <laughs> he was trying to do some, like, he was, he was basically trying to, you know, help out black people everywhere. Yeah. He was telling T'Challa, like, yo, man, like, we got people out here fucked up. Like, you can't just say, yeah. this shit is strictly for Wakanda. Like, yo, these all your people. All life started in Africa, man. Yeah. These all your people. Yeah. Like, I was like, damn. Down. I was like, he, I liked him when I like fucking Chicago. Yeah, that's how you make a good movie, man. Have a great however, movie. however, I ain't really like how he choked out the ancestors and shit. You know what I'm saying? Choked out the ancestors. He yeah, he choked out not the ancestors, but one of the elders. He choked yeah. out like, and then he had him burn up all that little hidden oh, flower. So no one come back out. Yeah, like I didn't had to make him a villain. Exactly. So like, people was always talking about like, yeah, I'm more Killmonger than T'Challa. I was like, eh, okay, you know, he, he I kind of liked his vision, but he kind of went about shit the wrong way. They, it, it definitely took a hard left turn. I think this, this is, I think, what happened because it's always a right room, right? People are looking at it, it's like, 
hey, man, this dude killed Margaret making a lot of good points. And a lot of people are going to identify with him. We got to make him more of a villain. <laughs> it was that's, like, oh, okay, cool. Have him kill old people. Yeah. Like, it was you like, know, man, that's, that's what it felt like. That's why they put uh, Old Dog in Menace. Mm-hmm. Because Kane was really a bad character, but they put Old Dog in there to make Kane look a little better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's fucked up because you, you're absolutely right. It's black folks against black folks. Mm-hmm. And it was someone who was like super militant against someone who was like, no, 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 no. We don't do that to you. No, we don't. Exactly, right? Like, more deal. No, we get along in our own little space where no one else is allowed in, right? Like, it was very much like, hey, hey no, this is the right way to do it. We, we stay in our lane. And they end up killing the fucking dude. It was like, nah, fuck that. We should own the world. Like, <laughs> but, you know, like, but I guess I think Killmonger made a lasting impact because, you know, what they do at the end of the movie. He went back to Oakland, right? Yeah. He went back yeah. to Oakland and he's like, you know what, well, we got we gotta do something. We gotta have more of a presence globally. Well you could then they took motherfucking uh what's my man name? Thanos to Wakanda and they fucked shit up. Well, yeah, he fucked up the neighborhood. Yeah, fucked up the whole country. Fucked up the neighborhood. I'm mad at that shit. I'm gonna fight that shit in Washington D.C. Why the fuck she coming here? Take that shit back to New York where I fucked up Manhattan last time. It's like, I you get your ass out of here. What the fuck, man? Yeah, man, it was kind of you know it was. Cause I mean I was all about Black Panther and all that other shit. And I felt I, I drank the Kool Aid and all that shit. Bought the DVD, bought the fucking special edition DVD. Saw the movie, saw the movie twice. Make sure I paid for everybody to see it and all yeah. this other shit. And I was sitting back and I was Disney. watching it. And I was like, wait a minute, this is fucked up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if you if you out here saying that you know we we deserve our equal piece um, of the pie that you know they they built the fucking their fortunes on our suffering and all that other shit. But yeah, Kimmer got some good points, and it has made him this villain. Like, he's killing random-ass civilians. And it was like a hard left turn, man. Because suddenly, it went from, I'm about, you know, you know putting getting, getting us our rightful throne to, I'm just a really bad guy. Like, he killed his girlfriend and all that kind of shit. They did, it felt like they wrote certain things for him to do that made you dislike him. Yeah. They, they, they kind of knew. They had to, though. They had to. But don't put him as a fucking villain then. Give me the, give me the fucking weird Australian white dude. Make yeah, him the villain. Make him the villain. You know, like, make him the guy that but it's the after. I mean, like, I think, I think Killmonger motive, you know, was more, uh, like his backstory created his motive. Yeah. Like, you know, how his, how his pops had got killed in Oakland, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But he was on some other shit. You know, he was kind of like trying to avenge his family name and shit. So I get it, you know, that honor and trying to restore, you know, inner cities all across the world and shit. So I get it. But I'm like, damn, at the end of the day, shit, it's us fighting against us again. Yeah. It's like, fuck, man. Yeah. And he even had the line, he was like, I'd rather die than be in chains or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Then like fell over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was man. the dopest line ever. I think yeah. Top, yeah. top five in the movie. Definitely a Marvel movie. Definitely yeah, a Marvel sure. movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get too many stay woke <laughs> and Ant Man and shit. You know what I'm <laughs> not, not much wokeness in Ant Man. No, no. Was it Falcon? He ain't no, shit. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Cap. Guy was a Carlton Banks like. Hey, you can be Captain America now that I don't want to be it anymore. Hand me down there, fucking shield. Hand me down. Yo, and fuck Marvel for not calling that shit uh, Captain America. It's the Falcon and whoever. But this is post the end game, right? So he can't be Captain America. He can't be, he be, they gave him the shield, right? He's, he's, he's a new cap. Nah, he's still the Falcon. What Captain, color is the Falcon? 
Black Captain oh. <laughs> 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 Urban America. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, some funny shit. I ain't think about that. Yeah, it's fucked up. I was like, he, no, he Captain America, man. No, it's fucking Falcon and Bucky. You're like, what? What, what is this Bucky. shit? Yeah, that's, uh, just like, that's a bunk ass superhero name. Bucky, I'm bringing <laughs> bunk back. <man. laughs> that was a bunk name. Oh uh, shit, man. I mean, this is all I got. I feel like we can go all fucking day, but you know, we we broke a two hour point. Oh no, y'all gave slow talking dude four hours. <laughs> y'all gonna give me another ninety five minutes. That's here talking all slow about the same albums. We gotta have a, a podcast off now. <laughs> a podcast <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> what other ones you, you 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 fuck with? I see you fuck with uh the what's it doing it for the culture podcast this week in culture this week in culture yeah you put me on that yeah you listen yeah I fuck with this week in culture oh, yeah man I fuck with them heavy man um and Jay Johnson who's on that podcast he got one called Shop Talk podcast okay that I listen to him and his co-host uh Dane. Um and that so I only really listen to like four. I listen to a couple Ti podcasts. Um, Ti had a Ti had a podcast. Yeah, it's called Expeditiously. Expeditiously. Oh shit! You know what? It's funny because I like raw podcasts. I like I don't really like too too polished podcasts. So when y'all do blow up and start getting all these sponsors and shit, I probably stop listening. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't gonna need me. Gonna shit. I'm, still, I'm still subscribed. So we ain't gonna say shit, but we gotta put shit on there. Like Jamel, <laughs> like Jamel Hill, her shit's cool, but like it's super polished, man. I don't like real. Po- I like raw ass podcasts, man. So I listen to J- uh, Jamel Hill, Unbothered, sometimes, and then uh, Joy Taylor. Uh, oh, Joy Taylor. Maybe I'm crazy. Oh, she got a pretty good pie. It's, you know, it's it's strictly sports related. You know, yeah. they get into uh, the culture report too, where they talk about shit going on in the culture. But I really like her mind. And she's super dope, man. So yeah, I like Joy Taylor. Yeah, Joy Taylor's pretty cool, man. I'm so, glad she because I I don't know where she went after she left. Uh, Undisputed. Undisputed. Yeah. Yeah. She come on right after Colin Cowherd. Oh yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't fuck she, with Colin Cowherd. Yeah. I fuck with like I like listening to people with. I'm 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 I don't know. I may be rare, but I like listening to people who have. Opposing views from mine. I, see, like I disagree with you a lot. That's fine on the podcast. But I like listening, but that's perfectly fine. Like Skip Bayless, I disagree with him a lot, but I like listening to him. With Colin Cowherd, it feels like it's it's not authentic. That's that's the only issue I have. I don't have a problem with him having these weird ass takes because you know that's where we are. Yeah. But it feels it doesn't feel authentic when he's saying shit. I'm like I don't believe you. Think believe that. I think I'm saying that to make people fucking like the uh, dude from Jason Whitlock. Yeah, Jason Whitlock. Like same thing. Like, like come on, Jason. Like, you ain't. This is this is what the fuck you mean. I used to like him though. Like, like he was a dope journalist. Like, I read. I used to read a lot of his shit. But like, some. I'm not one for the whole cancel culture. I didn't cancel Gail. Like, I don't cancel people. Like, I think you didn't cancel Oprah. Nah, I I, I personally don't believe. <laughs> Like, like we should we should be able to disagree with each other and just keep it moving. Like, exactly. you don't have to cancel. I did cancel Aura Kelly. <laughs> I didn't cancel R. Kelly, but did like, you cancel Michael Jackson. He was committing crimes, though. I mean, po- am I gonna cancel somebody posthumously? Yeah, you can. I can't cancel. Nobody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can I really? God canceled that motherfucker. Like, once God canceled it's over. <laughs> God canceled No more seasons. Yeah, exactly. Like, you got that good times trick. Like, kill James Evans. Like, no, like, like, I'm not one for the whole cancel culture thing, but like, I forgot where this shit was even going. What were we talking, talking about? Podcast. Podcast. Talking about, I don't know how they got on cancel culture. Oh, we talking. We talking about listening to people we disagree with. Oh yeah, yeah that's so right. like you know, I can listen to 
And, you know, I yell back at the, uh, like, I listen to y'all mostly when I'm driving. Yeah. So, like, that four-hour podcast, like, I'm listening to 15 minutes here, 30 minutes there, <laughs> 20 minutes there. Yeah. And that's why it took me so long. And old boy talking like this all <laughs> podcast so fucking slow, man. That shit was fire. So, <laughs> shout out to him, though. Tony, shout out to you, bro. But, like, yeah, um, yeah, I'm... That was the podcast I fuck with, but like I can listen to people I don't agree with. Like Skip, I listen to Skip. I watch Skip and Shannon every morning. I, I, I love LeBron Shannon. and Skip. Can't stand him really, you know. Yeah. My thing about this is like, how long y'all gonna keep comparing this motherfucker to people who don't play no more? Yeah, it's a couple weird things. And like Michael Jordan when they did this, Michael Jordan also played baseball. And <laughs> dig this though, like, like I commented on on, on uh, one of the IG posts on the Undisputed page. He was like, Michael Jordan would have never picked Kawhi Leonard with his second pick. I'm like, who's to say Michael Jordan did everything perfect? There's more than one way to skin a cat. You don't have to do everything that like Michael Jordan would have. Yeah. And Michael Jordan loved winning so much. Why wouldn't he try to pick the best team possible? Yeah, he would like, definitely would do you that know? shit. How you know? He exactly. It's all hypothetical anyway. And I'm just like, you know, LeBron never punched a teammate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, come on, man. Mike was like, Mike is the GOAT. I could, you know, I'm not going to argue with Mike being of all the time? Yeah, Mike might as well be the GOAT. I don't know about uh, one-on-one. Like, the NBA is not a one-on-one game, though. It's not. So, like, but it's different eras, too. Not picking but, like, 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 when I, I call LeBron the GOAT. I call Kobe the GOAT. I call Michael the GOAT. Like, it's like, errors. like, Michael Jordan and LeBron James, they have totally different games. Like, I've looked at, I looked at, I don't follow Skip Bayless on Twitter, but I, I went and looked at his tweets. Just drive the ball, LeBron. Get to the free throw line and man up. Like, LeBron ain't a, as great of a shooter as Kobe and MJ are. Yeah. So he used his skill set to the best of his advantage. His best skill set is probably passing the ball. He leads the NBA in assists in his 17th season. So, like, why wouldn't he use his best attribute? To win games. Yeah. So, like, he he slammed LeBron for passing the ball to George Hill in game one of the finals that year when they went into overtime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was, right Hill, Mr. Play, it was the right basketball he's play. He's the fuck over. But he's like, LeBron should have just shot right there over Steph Curry. I'm like, LeBron's not a great shooter. He's not the shooter that Kobe and MJ was. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, like stop slandering the man because he don't do shit like Michael Jordan do. He probably should shave his head like Michael Jordan do. Yo, you, you think you should give it up? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My thing, like, I always tell brothers, though, like, I've been rocking the body forever. And I always tell brothers, I'm like, as long as you got a sharp line, I don't care what's going on. You can have a sunroof in your afro because that driver's license picture going to look good. <laughs> <laughs> that driver's <laughs> license picture. Right. There you go. That's all you need. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that shit going back. That, that Jason Pitts, though. Remember Jason Pitts on the oh, game? Had yeah. that, he was bald, but he had a line. I'm like, how do you pull that off? That shit is genius, man. I got hair just right here. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I can rock with people I don't agree with just because it gives me perspective and then it gives me something to yell at the TV at. Yeah, man, that was growth, too, bro. Like, yeah. like you know, I'll get a different perspective. I don't want to hear people who I agree with all day. Nah, man, it's boring. Yeah. You already know that. You already know the outcome. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I listen to podcasts and I be. Yelling like not only when I disagree when they be like, Oh, what's my man name? I'll be like, Lorenz Tate, motherfucker. Clifton Powell, bitch. Like, I do that shit all the time. Like I'll be riding listening to y'all, man. I'll just be like, eh, I don't agree with that. Like, like Randy, you tripping. Like, I don't know about that. I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. 
I agree with Mari more than I agree with you most times. Though. That's it's crazy. crazy. I be thinking people don't agree with me at all. Nah, man. Nah, 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 I'm the fucking the wing nut over here. But I enjoy y'all motherfucking podcast. That's why I mean, I thank y'all for having me on, man. I wish I could have got a closer parking spot, but um. No, but I'm moving. So next time you come, it's be right in front of the house. Well, not right in front of the house, but you be in a closer area. I'm work off these 168 calories. Well, times two, three hundred. Shit. <laughs> 336. <laughs> 336. You know, I walked back to my vehicle. You know, it was cool, man. Hey, man, shit, fuck. We, you know, we get you and Tony on the next one. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have that type of time. I already had to fight with my wife to get over here and shit. I can't be here six hours talking to Tony like, man, that shit was fire, man. I really like the way he did that. And I- like, damn, I got DJ Screw on the podcast. <laughs> Houston's finest in this bitch. Man, that shit was cool. Shit so, was cool. I mean, do you ever like walk away from the podcast? Like, this motherfucker ready to be tripping. I don't walk away from it, but during the podcast, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I mean, like, your shit don't be like outlandish. Like, oh, man, this mother. I'm canceling Randy. <laughs> this is bullshit. I'm tweeting right now. Nobody <laughs> fuck. Nah, like, Randy I, Westbrook. I, I just, like, I just, uh, like, I can respectfully disagree with people. And then I, I think as, as, as a people, we too emotional. Oh, for sure. As black for people, sure. I'm, I'm specifically black people, we're too emotional. Like, we get all up in arms, like, they rile us up with emotions, whether good or bad. They try to rile us up, like this whole Gail shit. You know, they no, they try to play on our emotions. Like, why why are you gonna cancel Gail? Why you gonna like, cancel Gail? She just she just, she did some fucked up shit, but we gotta like, you know what I'm saying? We gotta get past it. If like, we keep Black History Month. We gotta cancel Gail. Why you gotta cancel Gail? What do you mean why? Yeah, why? Yeah, why? You she said brought you up, she brought up some old shit. Okay. To a motherfucker who passed. Yeah. Okay. The shit wasn't like even relevant in the conversation. Absolutely, but and like, they didn't bring it up, and they didn't bring it up in a situation when they had the opportunity to talk to him directly about that topic. But I've, it never came up. I've seen black people. I've seen a black dude kill two different women: one Hispanic, one black. And do you know some motherfuckers had the audacity to say "free Mike, Mike." <laughs> <laughs> Cancel Mike Mike. Let's talk about free Mike Mike. And this motherfucker killed two women. I seen it. <laughs> Them the type of motherfuckers we need to cancel. Yeah. Not Gail for just just saying some fucked up shit. She, had a, shit she, she had a bad moment. She was, but she was saying some shit that she was told to say. There's Maybe. no way Gail didn't come up with that shit on her own, man. Well, I don't, I'm not saying cancel just cancel because Cancel that bitch for being a puppet. If anything, <laughs> Marionette, get that for me. The totality of all the events that her and Oprah were involved with. That's the reason. You saw this fucking MJ shit? MJ? R. Kelly? Uh, okay, R. Kelly. Okay, Russell, Russell, Russell Simmons? Okay, R. Kelly did some fucked up shit. MJ did some fucked up shit. Russell True. Simmons probably did some fucked up shit. True. So you can't... Why you gotta bring that to light, though? Why what? you gotta talk about that snitch? But... but, but, <laughs> but here's All the thing. other shit you can talk about. You, you, here's the thing. You shouldn't get a pass just because you're black. You should not get a pass. If you do fucked up shit, you should call it out on it. Can I... Uh, can I provide a little perspective? Yeah, I mean, not perspective, but I just want to come at this with a different angle, right? So we all know uh, it was very widely publicized about Oprah's uh, uh, rape, right? She was raped. So, yeah. Like, I don't know what the race of the person was, but let's let's just assume she was a black. Okay. I mean, that she was uh, raped by a black person. Okay. So maybe she feel a, a certain type of way when it comes to... Uh, Black men, when it comes to sexual sexual assault, maybe that does something to her. Possible, you know what I'm saying. So 
Like, I get it. Like, whether I agree with it or not, maybe that's her angle. Like, I was harmed at the hands of a black man, and these accused black men are predators, much like the one I had to deal with. So, fuck y'all. I'm ousting y'all. Yeah, okay. Good point. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. And (laughs) I made a post probably like a year and a half ago, whenever that Surviving R. Kelly shit came out. And my post said, seeing the way y'all defend R. Kelly is the reason why. No, I said, seeing the way y'all defend R. Kelly, I see why so many molestations in the black community are swept under the rug. Damn. But we wouldn't do that for Uncle Joe. This is R. Kelly because he made. um, I believe I can find. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So I and and I wasn't um, I wasn't so much convicting. R. Kelly, nor was I shooting him bail. I said, seeing y'all defend him is why I understand why this shit gets swept under the rug in the black community. Mm -hmm. And that was just my stance on it. And I got all type of responses. And I just said, look, I didn't say he was right or wrong. I didn't say anything. I just said, watching y'all defend him is why I see how, you know, that shit gets swept under the rug. It's crazy, especially if you watch documentaries. It's like, oh. Even before that, outside of that. You know, it was you, but you, you, you didn't really know until you watched documentaries, and then it's like, well, yeah, my, my daughter disappeared. I personally <laughs> canceled R. Kelly probably a year before Surviving R. Kelly came out. Oh, no, two years before. And you know why? Mm-mm. I listened to uh, the song he had with Public announcement. Was it Vibe? Girl, you got that vibe. Remember that song? In yeah. the end of the song, he's, Latricia's got it, vibe. Stephanie's got it, vibe. And around, I think, the 344 mark, he said, little cute Aaliyah's got it. And I was like, wait a minute. Uh, I looked it up. That song came out in 91. Aaliyah was 12. I'm uh, like, he was a sick motherfucker to say, little cute Aaliyah's got it. And like, he was the, that was when he said Aaliyah. Like, had uh, he just said, Aaliyah's got it? But he said, little, little cute, cute Aaliyah. Aaliyah. And I'm like, dog, this motherfucker's a predator. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It wasn't like he was just fucking around like, oh, man, I fell in love with this girl. She's 16. What do I do? This motherfucker was a predator. Underage girl after underage girl after underage girl. So that's when I canceled R. Kelly personally. I never really like slandered him, but I was just like, you know what? He just makes gross. some great music, but I can't listen to it. Like That was my personal conviction to stop listening to him, stop supporting him in any kind of way. I'm like, I'm good on R. Kelly. You got to cancel Jay-Z, though? You cancel R. Kelly? For what? I don't say shit. Uh, Foxy Brown shit. We do with Foxy Brown. She was around. She was around when she was underage. How underage? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the whole rift between him and Dame, right? Because Dame and no, know, the rift between him and Dame was a late. Was a I lead. thought it was a Leah. It was a Leah, yeah. No, I'm saying yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Jay Z did the fucking uh, best of both worlds with R. Kelly, and he knew that the shit went out of or whatever. So that probably created some of their issues. I mean, Jay Z definitely has some. I'm gonna be very careful about the words I use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Beyonce was young as shit. Yeah, but she was legal, B. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean she was she was yeah. she was legal technically. Like yeah. like dig this, like I mean and like sometimes I post shit on um social media, not so much to ruffle feathers, but to try to get perspective and opinions from other people. So I posted a picture uh, R. Kelly and Hugh Hefner. I said you can't be mad at this guy and not be mad at this guy. Fair, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, so a uh, uh, a 38 year old R. Kelly fucking with a 15 year old girl is wrong, but 
a 75-year-old man fucking with a 20-year-old girl is right. How? Because she's over 18. Who makes that age? But who? Random ass people. Yeah, exactly. Who decided that that was right, though? Because back in, like, because, you know, back in ancient Kemet, you know, maybe... You know, a uh, king uh-huh. married a 13-year-old girl. Like, yeah. So we let Western civilization um, dictate what's right and wrong. Like, for example, like, I'm ordained to marry people. Like, I do that shit, like, all day long. Like, I, I had eight ceremonies on Valentine's Day, right? That's so, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, right? So like, <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. Uh, so, like, me basically signing a bunch of papers... Can make your uh, union, your marriage legal, but why? Like, like who? Who the fuck am I to make your like? Remember back in the day? Like, I'm talking about like way back way in the day. Back whoever back. you slept with was your wife. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That was like the ultimate common law. Like, like so. Like, who's to say? Like, I'm not shooting R. Kelly no bail. I, I told y'all I canceled that motherfucker. <laughs> right? Like, who's to say a 38 year old? R. Kelly fucking with a 15-year-old is worse than a 75-year-old fucking with a 19-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think the theory is it's not so much the age difference. It's what mental capacity the the younger one has. So if you're 19 for whatever reason, we assume that you're better at making decisions and you can decide things that are in your best interest versus if you're 13 or 15 years old, you're still too immature to make decisions in your best interest. What if high school had a 13th grade? It like should. it was another year, and you like you graduated high school, school. majority of the time. Yeah, you were nineteen. <laughs> Would eighteen still be okay? Well, yeah. I mean, according to the law, I think it's. Well, I mean, it's an arbitrary number, though, right? I, they just picked the fucking number. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still think it's creepy for an old ass man to be fucking around with that. No, I agree. Twenty two year old. Shit, I wouldn't date a fucking twenty two year old. I'm, I sure fucking I'm wouldn't either, man. Twenty two. And we got shit in common. <laughs> <laughs> depends on the person, man. But they, oh, they, 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 it's like a my wife know I'll be looking at older person. My wife know I'll be looking at older bitches. Like, <laughs> Miss Suzanne kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a, I, I, like, what do you if you are Kelly? Say you are you thirty something years old. What the fuck are you gonna come with a fifteen year old? No, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, mean, I, I used to tutor right in high school, and I was like mid twenties. I was in the law school at this point. There's no way I would have like, oh yeah, I'm, you know, she's super, she got some shit going on. I'm gonna talk to her outside of school. No fucking way, bro. It was just kind of like they're they're young as shit. They don't know shit, and the shit they talk about, I'm not interested in. The sick part, man, like it's a lot of sick shit. But our Kelly was doing that shit and grouping other young people together. That shit is crazy. Well, yeah, you make them think it's okay. <laughs> I think it's kind of be like having threesomes and all that shit. Yeah, make them think it's okay, like, bro. That shit is nasty. Maybe one of super. Maybe maybe like all about Wait. power and shit. Hold on, hold on. That's nasty, but pissing on somebody wasn't nasty. No, I mean that's nasty. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, all, it's all nasty, man. But I'm just saying, like, just the thought process, just like, all right, I'm, you know, get some young chicks together and try to, like, come on, bro. Like, you already are, Kelly. You can pick and choose out here. True, yeah, you got grown women. Yeah, like you picking some young chicks. Like, come on, bro. That shit is wild. It's probably, I mean, more or less, probably just a fetish for him. Like some motherfuckers love toes and some motherfuckers love just like like fetish type shit. I think that probably was that man's fetish, man. But I don't know women, huh? Yeah, I mean, Maybe. like, yeah, that shit just weird. I think it's more. It may have more to do with like power and being able to mold them and train them yeah. to how you want to be sexually. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't want to dig into the mind of this sick motherfucker. But like, but I, you, 
I feel like the R. Kelly, you can train any woman to do whatever you want sexually. True. Like, it's just, it, I don't know, man. It's, it's a very, like, disgusting situation. Robert. I can't it, all right. You just got to say it was molested. It's going to be all cool. No, oh, then you're going to be all right? <laughs> My daddy was really tough when I was young. <laughs> My daddy beat me in the molestation. I didn't want, I didn't choose the molestation life. <laughs> molestation life chose me. That's Michael Jackson's theory, right? I don't know, man. That shit all weird, man. Did you see the Leaving Neverland documentary? I didn't, man. I, I, How did you not watch that? I didn't have a taste for it. Man, it's hard, <laughs> it's hard to get through. I'll tell you that shit. Like, you think it's compelling? Oh, I mean, I watched it, awesome. but when they started talking about, you know, what happened and all the other shit and, like, him looking at little boy's booty holes, it was like, he got real uncomfortable. It uh, takes a lot to get me uncomfortable. It's extremely one-sided. Maybe, uh, I don't think so. Maybe Mike was, like, very into, like, breakfast and cereal because, you know, the booty hole looks like a leather Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was just bullshitting. But, like, I don't know, man, like... Like, do y'all feel like it shit came out too late? I feel yeah. like that way, yeah. yeah. Too many grand for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I but know. I also think I think it was no, y'all can't talk about shit about Michael. That's what I think it was. I I don't think it was we're gonna wait till Michael's dead. I think it was at that point he's like, look, someone they I guess you know they, who, who it may be them was like, look, you can't come out here and start fucking bashing Michael. It's not gonna happen. We this is gonna never see the fucking light of day because too much money's tied up to this dude. And I think once he passed, it's kind of like, all right. We don't have the power, we don't have the short of the power anymore. You know, he he was dead for three, four years before she even came out. If they really needed to talk, though, they could have just released a YouTube video. Didn't didn't was, like they, one they of, tried to talk. Remember that shit got swept under the rug. Didn't one of his accusers commit suicide back in the day? I thought because his dad pressured him to lie and say Michael actually touched him when nothing actually happened. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I, know about this. I, I read that, that shit. That shit was in the documentary. I read, <laughs> didn't help their case, right? Didn't feed the narrative, right? <laughs> didn't help their case. Yeah, I think I read that, that one of his accusers had actually committed suicide because he, you know, didn't want to have to live with that shit and his dad made him say some bullshit. Like, they was just trying to get some money. Yeah. I mean, that documentary put him in the... The documentary insinuated that he raped a kid who was like a make-a-wish kid. Yeah, fuck, we raped a little Stephen Hawking Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die in three months and Michael put his dick in me. Like, God damn. Flip that, flip that chair over. <laughs> Is it numb? <laughs> you, you don't feel, feel, you feel any of this? You don't feel any Nobody's above reproach when nah, it comes to we this don't know shit. If it's true though. We don't. We don't. We don't know anything. But I do know. I saw him with twelve year old boys more so I saw him with grown women. That's what I'm saying. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? He said, "What's wrong with that?" I'm taking twelve year old boy to an amusement park. It's my son. Now, <laughs> I ain't taking a random dude with random little boys and music parts. Now, man. granted, like, I always used to shoot Mike a little bell because I felt like, you know, he was robbed of his childhood. That's why, you know, he had Neverland. That's why he kept kids around him because he felt like he didn't have a childhood. Like, now, before all this shit came to light, I was like, hold up now. Like, like maybe he was, like, just a little freaky motherfucker buying kids fax machines so they could fax <laughs> each other and shit. Like, <laughs> Faction a little twelve year old for it's like, a new technology for you. <laughs> I don't know, man. That shit weird. Man, like, you just fuck with little boys, man. Like, I, that's what it was. Like I'm in the like you here and I mean Randy's on one side, Mari's on one side. I'm I'm kind of like in the middle. Like I'm not 
I'm not shooting him bail, and I'm not, like, saying he did it. Like, I don't know. But Dirty Diana was a great fucking song. <laughs> but, like, you know, if he was touching little boys, man, fuck Mike, man. But if he wasn't, like, shit, long live the great. That's how I feel. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was fucking our little boys. I mean, I, I, possibly, but I'm just saying, once somebody passes, man, you just let him rest, man. No. Just let him rest. He didn't let them little boys rest at them sleepovers. <laughs> <laughs> what can't we even say? Walk around smelling like little boys' booty holes. Little boys' booty holes. <laughs> fuck Michael. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you look, if you have the Leaving Neverland documentary, you can't be mad at Gail for asking the, Kobe, the questions about Kobe. I mean, you just can't. Why not? Oprah did the Neverland shit. I'm mad at her, too. What, <laughs> like, like, what does she expect to uncover, though? When Gail asked that question. Yeah, I, I don't think it was actually Gail. I think it was maybe the producers like, hey, ask this. Because that they do some weird shit with like those fucking morning talk shows. It's like um they choose certain times when to be like hard hitting journalists. Other times they just talk about fucking puppies running through like hula hoops or some dumb shit. Yeah, that's all. I just think it was bad timing. It wasn't I mean like Kobe, that was that shit it was O three. Like you had all this all this time to talk about it, but now you yeah. want to bring this shit up, like... And he had someone who wasn't connected to it at all. Yeah, exactly. You know? exactly. Say, so, what do you think about this? Oh, fuck, fuck if I know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't there. I was in LA at the time. I was horrible, you know, just keep on going. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Look, but you wouldn't have saw it. Like, bitch. Yeah, no, I wasn't there. Just like the motherfucker you used to Like, the guy you stood by. Like, this motherfucker got like 28 allegations. What's his name? Chris, whatever the fuck his name was. Like, she, she said she wasn't going to, like, condemn him or turn her back on him. Like, shit. Like, bitch, you should bring your homeboy in here that's been yeah. accused of shit. I mean, it's definitely in bad taste. You yeah, know? And like, like I said, like, what's the point of it? I mean, I get it. But also, we want to know. No, we don't. Yeah. But it, it, it'd be different if she was asking the question from the um, the uh, the accuser. You asking some random person who has no idea what happened. Right. Like, what are you trying to do? I honestly, in my heart of hearts, believe that Kobe Bryant learned his fucking lesson. From that incident. I think so too. Man. I think this motherfucker walked the straight and narrow the next 17 years till it's his demise. Yeah. I honestly don't think that motherfucker ever looked at another bitch. If he did, he probably liked the picture. Like, you know what? No. Nah, <laughs> unlike this shit. I don't know how to undo this. There's <laughs> <laughs> like, no control Z on my phone. <laughs> like, man, after that, like, shit. I mean, like, you know, as far as we know, but that motherfucker seemed like he lived like the 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 model life when it came to, you know, his high. How he treated his marriage and his family moving forward, man. Shit, he so, that's that big ass ring. Yeah, like four million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> Everything okay? Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was an investment. <laughs> like you got married in California, man. You yeah. just saved half your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Paying that four agent twenty. <laughs> Paying a seven million dollar ring. <laughs> the cool thing is, why do we even care, man? Yeah, about somebody else's relationship. So well, that's the situation. I don't think why do we care if he raped somebody. I think yeah, I think that's the part that got everybody. We'll involved. never know. Like, like, the case was the face, right? Yeah, she settled out. I don't she, think he. It, it's hard for me to believe that he would have raped somebody. Yeah, because I mean they they settled out. Seven, eight or some shit. Um, I, this is what I think happened. I think they she went in there. She was like, "No, don't put it in my ass." He's like, "I'll put it in your ass because I want you to get pregnant." I think that's kind of what happened. And she was upset about it. Someone was like, "You should sue him. You know, you get some money from him." It's like, "For real?" It's like, "Yeah, okay, cool. I'm gonna do this." That's what I think happened. Because as soon as they offered her some shit, that shit got over like that. It was over quick. He should have got some head and went to sleep. He should have did that. Or he should have just jacked off and went to sleep. I'm sorry. Okay, oh, yeah, he should cheat on your wife. Okay, yeah. Hey, don't cheat on your wife. <laughs> don't cheat on your wife, man. Jack off and go to bed. You should, you should float, 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 float,
flew your wife flew. <laughs> Got flewed out. <laughs> Get your wife flewed out. Fly your wife out to fucking Colorado, have sex with her, and fly her back. That's what you should have did. Well, jack off and go to bed, man. That shit is satisfying. You ain't got to worry about fleas in your body. You don't put no FaceTime shit at that point, man. There you go. Yeah, I guess you're right. Skype, though. No Skype. No, no I don't think so. Not no three. Nah, you're right. You're right. Not no three. You had a bad watch. You had a next tail. <laughs> what you wearing? <laughs> <Take your> bra <laughs> I want to hear you unsnapping your bra, bitch. That's funny. Long live the great man. Like you know, I wasn't a Kobe fan. Like how you not a Kobe fan? I don't know. I guess you know, growing up where I grew up in Michigan, like I didn't, I didn't. I think it was his arrogance that kind of turned me off. Like, I didn't like Kobe probably up until. That rape case came and I started like, man, damn, black man, get out this shit. <laughs> and, like, All right, and, then, and then he said that shit about Shaq. And I'm like, oh, man, I just gave you a chance, man. Fuck <laughs> out of here, Cole. But then I can remember watching his final game and just cheering for this motherfucker. Like, yeah. go, go, get yours, man. Because I think later in his career, man, he kind of kind of sensed his mortality. And he started becoming more of a likable person. And then post-retirement, I remember watching interviews with him. I'm just like, man, this this... Like this, this after NBA Kobe is really likable, man. Yeah, he was. And then I was like a LeBron fan, and they tried to make it seem like they were rivals. And then you know I used to be in sports talk forums and Facebook, yeah. and everybody arguing and all this shit. So it kind of just like made me turn a cold shoulder to Kobe. But mm-hmm. like, like later in his life and career, I started really respect and like and admire the motherfucker, man. And I think like when he started getting those injuries. It kind of, you know, it kind of humanized him a little more. Yeah, and he knew it was coming. And he's like, so, I can't do shit forever, and my team sucks. <laughs> and like when he passed, and I found out his daughter had passed with him, and it was just like, I know as fucked up as it may sound, I thought it was fitting. You think so? That she passed with him. mom mentality thing. She would have died anyway. Oh, uh, you think if he if she, he wasn't there? Yeah. They were so close, man. Like, he had four daughters, but we always saw him with her. Yeah. She always. Was, it was just her, too. Yeah. They was the they was like, like I don't know their dynamics. I wasn't there. But it seemed like he was the closest to her. And it's probably because of the basketball. Mm-hmm. She played. Like, his, his older daughter played volleyball. volleyball. Like, But she was there with him at the UConn game. They went to a Brooklyn Nets game this season. It was courtside at the Lakers game. And it's just like... If she was not with him when it happened, she would have died anyway. Yeah. Maybe not a physical death, but, like, that girl would have never been the same. She'd have been shell. Well, yeah. But shell mean, of herself. I don't right? think any of her, his daughters would be the same after her. True. I see what you're saying. But, yeah. yeah like, they, they seem to have a special bond and connection because he always talk about her, yeah. you know, in, in a certain way. That's what he told Jay-Z last time he talked to her. He's like, yeah. yo, you got to see Gianna play. Yeah. That's like the last conversation I heard Jay Z talk about. You're like, yo, he was just telling me, like, yo, you gotta see Gianna. <laughs> 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 fucking voice is crazy. <laughs> I was just like, damn, it's just like so sad, and it still don't feel real to me, man. Like, I was in Salt Lake City when I found out. Like, I was just leaving my son's tournament. Yeah. I'm on the phone with my wife. I'm like, yeah, babe, we we'll call you back. We about to get on the road. My son had just lost, and I got outside. Like four minutes later, she called me. I'm like, goddamn. Hey, just I'm just here like like is it real? Like Kobe Bryant just died? I'm like, what? Fuck, are you crazy? So I'm looking, I'm looking it up, looking it up, and I'm just like, I go to TMZ website, they crashed and shit. I'm like, yeah. so I'm like, I don't know, I'm gonna hold off. And then like, you know, the sites back up, and I'm just like, oh fuck. 
And it's just like, it shit just didn't feel real, man. It still doesn't feel real. It it's don't. rough. I just bought the fucking the Sports Illustrated magazine today. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know they have the tribute issues and all yeah. that. So it still is like, I don't know, man. Just seeing it. It's it's so Even time I, Kobe Bryant, you know, this year to this year, I'm like, what? 78 to 2020. It's just, it's just like, it's, it never, it doesn't feel like a, like an authentic thing. And you know, like, it's just, I don't know. And right after like LeBron passed him on the all time yeah. scoring list, and his last IG post was you know saluting King James and shit, I yeah. was just like, and then we got this shit we got to deal with. And he's getting in the Hall of Fame this year. <clears throat> yeah, they they shortcutted the process. Yeah. You know? I don't know if that makes you feel better or worse. Like <laughs> you know, it's just I don't know, man. Uh, Kobe's my favorite player. Still yeah. my favorite player. Were you a Lakers fan growing up? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was a Lakers fan when they had Vladdy Diva. Oh wow! <laughs> you know, I became a Lakers fan because the Pistons beat the Lakers in the finals. As a kid, I was always a natural contrarian. So everyone in the house rooting for the I Pistons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone in the house rooting for the Pistons. I'm rooting for the Lakers, and they lose. Lakers lose. I can't not be a Lakers fan anymore, right? So I'm like, well, I'm a Lakers fan now, and you know, just carry. And I, was, I like, I like the arrogance with Kobe. Like, I never said why arrogance was a bad thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's self confidence. You know, we teach people, oh, you, you be confident yourself, but not too much. Like, what do you mean? Like, if I'm fucking the best, you say you feel like you're the best. Goddamn Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you to be humble and shit. The meek shall inherit the earth. Lies! Like, yeah. So, who do you wrote that? A meek motherfucker wrote that. <laughs> A slave wrote that. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I, I love everything. I love the work ethic. I love all the shit. I love the fact that he was like, I don't need Shaq. I love all that. He lo- I like that he embraced the challenge and shit, man. Like, even, like, uh, this year when they got Anthony Davis, somebody asked him, like, yo, would you come back, like, you know, to get another ring? He's like, no, nah, I like getting my rings the hard way. Yeah. I was yeah. like, damn, that motherfucker's stone cold. And as much as we love LeBron in our household, I always tell my son to go out and play with a Mamba mentality, even before Kobe passed. Yeah. Like, like that, like, his whole approach to the game, like, I've seen, I've seen, like, him, uh, like, some behind-the-scenes shit where he was studying film and shit. Like, he knew how to guard you to get you to – Spots on the court where you didn't shoot a good percentage. I was like, man, you know what type of detail and like, you know what type of precision you got to have mentally and how razor sharp focus you got to be to know that type of shit. Every time. Like, oh, he don't shoot good from this left elbow. I'm forcing him this way all every time. Yeah. It's like that motherfucker was brilliant, man. And it's funny because even before he passed, like one of the guys, shout out to my man Mel. Um, he trains my son and he was like, yo, get, get him this book called Relentless by Tim Grover. And his book is, um, I heard about that book. Yeah. Relentless by Tim Grover. He, uh, he was the trainer for Dwayne Wade, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Mm -hmm. And he talked about what made them closers and what separated them from everybody else. And like, um, I ordered the book on Amazon and we started reading it even before Kobe passed, like. Like, we actually read it together. Like, mm-hmm. we take turns reading a chapter out loud. We talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, we take notes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, that approach can be taken, you know, beyond the basketball court. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just like, it, it was... It was it's a good mentality to have. Very, very. It was so dope because, like, it just took us in the mind of, like, those winning motherfuckers. You know, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant, and Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. So, like... I ordered the Mamba Mentality book like the day after, like the next morning. I I got online and I ordered it, and it's, it still ain't got here because it was out of stock. But it's uh, back yeah, in stock, sense. so they're gonna send it to me. So it's like I've always appreciated, even though I didn't like him at times. I always appreciated his approach to the game man, and yeah. his confidence. 
So he he played today. He played with that mama mentality. And they beat a team that been kicking their ass for like the last year. Mm-hmm. And he went out there and he put their motherfucking asses on their back. He put his team on his back and they got that win, man. I that's said that's that mama mentality. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. that's, that's what Toby was all about, though, man. Yeah, you know? man. And you're right, man. Like that arrogance ain't a bad thing, man. Nah. Especially when you know you good. Like Kobe always knew. Y'all know that's why he he declared for the draft? Yeah. To play against Michael Jordan? Yeah, yeah. That's I don't, just I only get there. <laughs> you ever heard Phil tell the story about the first time he introduced Kobe to Michael? No, no, what'd he say? I bet I'll kick your ass. <laughs> I'm talking about 18 year old tell that to Michael fucking Jordan, man. I love that shit, man. Yeah. yeah. He said, I'll bet I'll kick your ass, man. I just like, man, like he always thought he was great. He knew he was gonna be great. That's why he shot the ball like against Utah. Yeah. Them air balls in the playoffs, and then, you know, bring it full circle. After a 20 year NBA career, he dropped 60 in his last game against Utah. Against Utah, Utah yeah. And knock their ass out the playoffs. Utah, that was the best part about it. <laughs> Utah, you sons of bitches. They had something to play for, too. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That shit crazy. And man. respect to fucking, what's it, Gordon Hayward? He came out and was like, I didn't give Kobe anything that last game. Like, he was kind of like, you know, people were like, oh, well, y'all just kind of giving Kobe you know, a free pass. Like, hell no, you wasn't giving Kobe a free pass. Nobody ever gave Kobe <laughs> shit. Man. He took that shit. Shout out to Kobe, man. Yeah. I don't, up, man. I don't know, man. Like, he, I see he inspired like a lot of the young Young guys, man. Yeah, he was a Michael Jordan of this new era. Like, everyone you see in, in the NBA right now, that like, he was their Michael. You know, yeah. Russ, KD, exactly. Steph, all of them, man. Yeah, yeah. Tyree, Bron, you know. Because by the time they were coming up, it was Jordan wasn't as impactful. Cause they I'm, saw the Wizards, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they saw that old motherfucker, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's how that old motherfucker fading away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was kind of like, it, you hear him talk about all about Kobe. You know, so... Yeah, a whole generation of basketball players. That's just, that's the craziest part about it, man. I hate I I, I ain't gonna say I hate it, but I kind of wish I'd appreciated him a little more. You know what I'm saying? Like when he was in his prime, because it's like he was magnificent to watch. Like so now I'm trying to get out of the the uh, the the arena of just comparing everything. Yeah, like yeah. comparing everything. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to just appreciate everything for what it is, man. I can love LeBron and appreciate Kawhi at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Lamar is like that. It was more like a player-centric thing. And before, I was, you know, it was just all about Lakers, Cowboys, shit like that. Ew. But now, <laughs> I'm kind of getting out of that. Because at the end of the day, it, they're just putting on certain colors because that's the team that's paying them. Yeah. You know, if you follow the actual the player himself, I think that's probably the, the better way to do it. And, I, and I've been that way for a while. Like, I've been a LeBron fan since he was in Cleveland the first time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just like, like man, how you just going to keep hopping teams and shit? I'm like, well, I'm sticking to my guy. Like, you stuck with whoever your fucking dumbass GM bring in. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only, like, I'm I'm loyal to a few teams. Like, you know, I, I love Michigan State. You know, cool. I love Philadelphia Eagles in my squad. <laughs> Y'all ain't want to Super Bowl and I don't know how long. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I like those teams. I got an affinity for them. You know what I'm saying? But, like. It'd be nothing for me to just like, you know what? I don't fuck with y'all no more. Yeah. Like, I used to be a Pistons fan, but when they traded uh, Chauncey Billups, I don't know why that hurt me so bad. Mm. That was like my favorite Piston, man. I love Chauncey Billups. Yeah. I got his autographed jersey in my closet right now. 
And I, I think that's what killed me just like ride with teams hardcore. It's a business, man. Yeah, it is. They give two fucks. I'm like, it's a job. Like, motherfuckers, LeBron left Cleveland. I'm like, you t- you mean to tell me you still at the job you was at when you were 16? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you still working the gap? Folding khakis and shit? No, you left that job for a better one. Because they gave you a chance, you still there? Get the yeah, fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, man. Like, ain't no such thing as loyalty. Be loyal to yourself and to your family, man. Yeah, shit. I don't think I can say any better than that. Yeah. No, that's it, man. That's all I got. I appreciate y'all. Y'all follow me on social media at comedian macho. I be doing a lot of shows in the city. Y'all come fuck with me. Y'all should come to my next show, man. When, when is it? Uh, the twenty second. I'm at the Oyo, the old Hooters, right across from the MGM. It's not Hooters anymore. No, it's called the Oyo. God, oh, when shit. the fuck this happened? Uh, I don't know. Uh, last year sometime, probably. I don't know. Google it. June, July. Yeah. The hilarious seven. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Y'all come check out there one time. I get y'all some tickets. Twenty second. Okay. I've been recording my last two shows. I'm gonna record this next one, so you know I'm gonna have to bring some good ass material. Oh no shit. <laughs> I be having to give them them salt and pepper jokes because it be white crowds and they don't want this Lowry's. I be having to tailor my jokes to these white crowds, man. But I mean, you know, it's always a good set, always a good show, man. I, I, I like to be a comedian. I mean, like you know, a chameleon comedian. Okay. Cool. Twenty second Saturday. Yeah, if y'all ain't if y'all ain't doing shit, nah, I and I also got a couple shows booked at the East Side, not the East Side, but their Cannery. They starting to do comedy over there on Fridays. I'm booked there on uh, I think March 6th and April 3rd. So you know, just let me know when y'all want to come, man. Like them, them Cannery shows gonna be free. I, if I do the Blue Martini again, those are Tuesdays. Those will be free, and I get y'all tickets. Like probably like Koi got your tickets to go see him at the Larry Seven. So. <laughs> come fuck with me, Mark. <laughs> Uh, Safari the Q, man. S A F A R E T H E Q U E on Instagram. Um, that's pretty much it, man. What about you? Yeah. Oh, you know, Mr. Westbrook 3 on Instagram. That's the only thing I really fuck with. Yeah. Uh, are you ready to on Twitter? I keep are you ready to because it's probably the, the best social media handle that I've ever come up with. <laughs> I don't like it though. I like it. Um, of course, Facebook, you know, so Wolf Ticks Podcast and all that other shit. Um, we appreciate you coming out, Macho, man. Like, thank you. Thank you. you know, Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure, I, I, I like the, the, the introspective. Um, me tell you telling me that I don't dis- I don't agree with you a lot. I don't, <laughs> but I still I enjoy the shit out of you because I still listen. Just so, like, don't bring us uh, Tony Slow talking. Nah, ass we, we, we we gonna have y'all. We gonna have both of y'all on here. So, for, no, no, no. Twenty twenty hip hop albums of the year. Both of y'all gonna be on here. I listen, <laughs> let me know so I can make sure my wife out of town. <laughs> like, baby, I'm finna go record this uh lock in podcast. <laughs> Midnight to 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> but man, we are out. <laughs>